Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Gente. What, what What's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, El Jefe. Hey, you dying old lady. Put down that weed. Welcome into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I am Jefe. That is Dubs. This is the hideout. Come on in. You can't smoke weed here. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And we won't, we let, can't. You, we won't let you in if you're dying either. Uh, Supreme Court said so. Well, I'm dying, and I've been smoking weed all day long. So it should be a very fun show. Uh, this is the hideout. Let's see. As I take a look around, who's joining us this evening? There's Tommy Bateman, our producer. He handles the instant messages at realradio.fm. There is the star, or actually Real Radio Hideout. The star of realradio.fm uh, is manning the talk and roll controls. That is Chunks. He dropped the joint. Numerous pictures uh, of him all over that website, realradio.fm. And interns number one and intern number uh, two, intern number one, um, also known as Putin. And I believe the pictures of his girlfriend will be up real, on realradio.fm. Nice. Before the end of the night. I need to run one off to that. She uh, she came into the <laughs> station on uh, on Friday night during the open door policy, <laughs> dropped a few bombshells, handed out her phone number to a few people, and... Um, I was rubbing her picture up against my chest while I was talking this morning. It was great. I rubbed one off when she was back here. All Friday. right. <laughs> Behave. We just got started. We're just three minutes into the show. I called week. Tommy over this weekend, and while I was looking at his picture, at her picture, I was uh, having him kick me in the junk. Okay. It was great. <laughs> stop already. We can go through all the list of the stuff that we've done to uh, Putin's girlfriend, but let's just stop. Um, so anyway, uh, let's... Most uh, of it has to do with saliva. Let's start... With uh, with the hideout seven, the seven questions we want to get answered before eleven o'clock. First and foremost, whose weekend was it? Coming up in a couple of minutes, I'll be able to lead off or list off the uh, prizes that we have because I didn't get them from Chunks, our supposed uh, producer. But uh, we're supposed to have prizes today that we're going to give to you in our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? So you'll want to uh, light up the phones, get in early. Only so many people can play. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, will the twin porn stars moan our names? This is an idea Dubs and I came up with whenever we talked to porn stars, especially if we already have their DVD uh, we'd like it if they moaned um, our respective names because then we could play that. Yes, it's a very selfish thing. I don't know if uh, you guys will find any joy out of it, but we'll find tons of it. Uh, I'm going to burn it on the CD, just put it on loop while I'm watching the DVD. As the vivid twin girls, Lacey and Lindsay Love, will be joining us this evening in the hideout. Um, 
Why are children unnecessary? Joining us uh, a little bit later on tonight, some people from the website nokidding.net. What's in our Internet histories? Uh, what study has determined sexuality is something you were born with? Here's the one I want to know, because apparently we have audio from it. Um, sixth question, how did Chunks do at Gay Days? Apparently, Chunks went out last night to the Parliament House, took a little recording machine with him. I'm just going to say this. He has an extra spring in his step today. So I'm proud of him, and uh, we should be able to play that. Got a little more bounce to the ounce. Uh, coming up this evening as well. Uh, and I'd like no. to start with, Dubs. Yes. Uh, what's been left off the sitcom diet? Or what is the sitcom diet? Well, the sitcom diet's a very simple thing. Uh, studies show that if you laugh, uh, 10 to 15 minutes a day, you can burn 10 to 40 calories a day, which equals, a, uh, over four pounds a year. So this is kind of a thing they're pushing out there. If you can find the time to laugh for 15 minutes a day, out loud, you will drop about four pounds a year. Okay. All right, first of all, this is silly. Who commissioned this study and who cares? Because I care. 30 to 40 calories? Yes. Over 15 minutes? Yes. Do you realize that if you jogged in place for about a minute, you'd probably burn 30 to 40 calories? Yes, but after you're done working out or whatever, you know, you go home, you watch some TV, and you can burn even a little more calories while you're uh, decompressing. 30 to 40, that's yeah, nothing. That's fine, though. I, I mean, it's a, it's a little extra. It's a little uh, dessert. I'm going to do some finger exercises, or maybe somebody would like to thumb wrestle me and burn 30 to 40 calories within seven minutes. Listen, don't rain on my parade. I'm very excited about this. Something that I can just sit there, watch TV, and uh, lose a little bit of weight. I'm not looking to uh, you know lose 50 pounds in a month off this. Just kind of keep myself... At a nice steady average. Now, what are you going to do while you're sitting there burning these 30 to 40 calories laughing? Actually, uh, there was a, uh, they actually are putting out a whole book on this of, uh, the stuff you, uh, need to watch and what you need to stay away from on this, uh, sitcom diet. Okay. Some of the stuff, like, you know, when you're on the Adkins diet, you need to, uh, eliminate all carbs. Okay. When you're on the sitcom diet, you got to eliminate all bad shows. And they actually give you a list of stuff just to stay away from because you're not going to burn any calories watching these. I.e., you're not going to laugh. You're not going to laugh at all while watching these shows and uh, hence not burn any calories. Right. Like Sabrina the Teenage Witch reruns. They say don't watch that. You aren't going to burn any calories. Okay, but I kind of like watching that show. Well, you don't plan on losing weight while watching it. That's all I'm telling you. I don't plan on losing weight during this anyway. You should if you can if you can find it in yourself to have some joy in your life and laugh 15 minutes a day. You need to stay away from girlfriends. Okay, that's I, on the list. I love girlfriends and girlfriends is a funny show. I've never laughed out loud at it once, and it says in the book for the sitcom diet: do not watch girlfriends because you will not laugh. Speaking of girlfriends, uh, Putin's uh, girlfriend is up on RealRadio.fm. Hot Carol, that's a great picture too. Another thing to stay away from on the sitcom diet, actually they tell you some DVDs not to buy as well. ALF Season 1, don't buy it, don't watch it, you aren't going to get any laughs and you aren't going to lose any weight. All right, why do you sound like you're doing some sort of public service announcement over here? Because uh, I'm really excited about this diet. I'm always excited about the new hip thing, and this seems like it's going to be it. Okay, 30 to 40 calories is literally probably 30 seconds, okay. a minute jogging in place. Then you uh, Then you laugh for a half hour straight and you get, you know... 80, 80 calories. 
So is the plan to sit on your couch for eight hours a day laughing the whole time? I hope so. I need a lot of shrooms. You know what else? <laughs> you know what other TV show they said not to watch reruns of? What? Oh, here we go. No way. Night Court no. is this great. One, this one is actually on the top of the list to watch. They said... All right, Charles in charge. Is that what this is? Who's the boss? Nah, they're all the same. Oh, I'm sorry. We're cr- trading one creepy guy for another creepy guy living in Tony Maselli's not creepy. He's raising his daughter on his own. He's a widow. Show some respect. Widower. What? Widower. Okay. <laughs> what, what other movies or TV so, shows? Uh, one of the current ones out there, Two and a Half Men. Don't watch it. You aren't going to get any laughs. You aren't going to laugh out loud for 15 minutes during it. You gotta get it out of there. I don't know. I, I first of all, I don't believe in the sitcom diet, and I really don't think it's fair for you to run down all of these shows. I'm not. This is all in the book for the sitcom diet. What stupid book? It's is a book a... I got. It's a, yeah, they put it out and they said, hey, here's the shows you can watch. Here's the shows you can't watch. You got to take these shows out of your diet, or you aren't going to lose any weight. Like everybody loves Raymond. Everybody, you know, it had big ratings, but no one laughed at it. I actually find myself to. Uh... Apparently, uh, like this just a little bit, this Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm getting into it. You know who doesn't love Raymond? Who? Me. Well, then is that why? I'm now beginning to get the feeling that this is on your list. No, no it's on my list, yeah, personally, but it's also on uh, the sitcom diet list. All right, you know what? Matt Albert says, beware, stay away of those episodes on Married with Children with that little thing seven, with the little child seven. Because whenever that little kid came on board, he <laughs> said that that show got awful. Another show that you can't watch on the sitcom diet, George Lopez. All right, Bobby Hill was just going to say that. George Lopez show. And I think that one's funny, too. I'm now beginning to think that you're racist. I'm not racist at all, because if I was racist, I wouldn't mention this one on the list, Home Improvement, with big Lions fan Tim Allen. Did you watch that show just because he was a Lions fan? It got me into it. Did you stick around? Oh, yeah, I stuck around through the whole thing. All the way when start the ki- to finish when the kids grew up. Yep. What was it, it with got that? Sad. What was it with that neighbor? You could never see him. His he face. died. Did you know that? Did they replace him with like a different no, set of died. eyes? He died after the uh, the show was over. Well, then what does it matter? I I thought it was sad. The guy died. Screw him. What is Remember it? how the youngest kid on Home Improvement got just so awkward when he hit puberty? Almost very dangling. Most kids. No, I remember do. when I hit him with my hand in his mm-hmm. face. No, you're just hitting your TV. I hate that kid. Well, first of I'll all, beat him in an SAT test, too. What kid, uh, why hate a kid like that? And why want to punch your TV? The two of you and the hatred that's going on for people who I work hard any, on TV I shows. I don't have a hatred for these people. It's just things on the sitcom diet you can't watch. You aren't allowed to. Uh, people are asking if this is a real book or not. Yes. And if you paid money for it, you're a jackass. Why? You can't, you can't watch According to Jim. According to this book, no According to Jim. <laughs> Not allowed. Now, what about Magnum P.I., which wasn't a sitcom, but it had funny segments? No, because it's hit or miss. If you can, you know, if you know what you're getting into, and you know you're going to laugh at that one, yeah, fine. Hmm. Hope and faith. Not allowed. So what, do you just go run through the TV listings of shows that you think aren't any good? It's not me. It's the sitcom diet. They say you can't watch Full House. How am I supposed to argue with you? Why am I even supposed to comment on this? Do you want another one? No. 
my wife and kids. Can't watch it. Not if you want to laugh and lose weight on a sitcom diet. What did happen to Damon Wayne's? He had so much going on. <laughs> Whatever happened to the rest of the Wayne's brothers happened to him. Did you like the Wayne's brothers TV show? No. I thought it was great. Really? You don't like black people, though. Mm. I do. That Urkel's funny. What? Urkel doesn't count. Why not? And people... All right, stop. Jay Leno, not allowed. You can't watch that late night. You better just flip over to Letterman. Okay, look, I'm done. I'm done listening to you talk about quote-unquote bad TV shows or unfunny TV shows. Life on a Stick. What is that? You don't know what Life on a Stick is? No. I've heard of something else on a stick. It's that show about uh, working in like a fast food place that they make uh, corn dogs. Is this real? Yes. I have no idea. It sounds familiar. I have no idea what it's about, though. IMDB this one for me. It really does sound like what I thought it uh, yeah. was. What, what is this, like on Fox or something? I believe it's on CBS. I'm not sure, though. I don't think it's a Fox show. It might be on Fox, because I remember it got preempted for uh, football one time, like the season premiere did. What? Yeah. This is this is the stupidest list. All right. You can't rent any movie with Reese Witherspoon. You aren't going to get a, a good enough laugh out of it. All right, I'll give you two shows, and I want to see if they're on that list. Okay. Blossom? Blossom is not on the list. You're allowed to watch Blossom because it's a funny show, and you'll lose weight watching it. Huh? Blossom was not a funny show. Whoa. All right, that part was funny, but just because he was so gay. Murphy Brown? <sighs> Can't watch Murphy Brown. Good thing it's pretty much out of rotation now. Even the first season? Nope. <sighs> no Murphy Brown for you. So for what I've come to decipher, you hate black people and you hate women. Just because her last name's Brown doesn't mean I hate black people. Please. Right, let's take a break. Wait, wait, wait. Life on a stick. Two teenage slackers try to make a living at a fast food place at a local shopping mall. Well, one deals with his dysfunctional family. Oh, God. Make sure you don't watch uh, Jake in Progress either. I don't even know what that is. And you know what? New John Stamos one? I'm done with you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Stay with me. Simple rules. And Ellen. Is this... Again, this is a sitcom diet, and yes. and these are shows you're supposed to stay away from. You can't watch these shows because you won't get a laugh out of them. Like this segment. People have put on weight during this segment. No, they've lost weight. They've lost. Actually, they haven't lost weight during this segment. They've gained knowledge so they can lose weight in the future by not watching Craig Ferguson. <laughs> I hate you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Whose weekend was it? Win some prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Blockbuster rental cards for 52 weeks. $25 gift card to Panera. We have uh, Orlando Eats gift certificate, orlandoeats.com, Orlando Ghost Tours. A lot of prizes. Whose weekend was it next in the hideout? Roll Radio 104.1. Shut up. Welcome into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs. Light up the phones. Time to give away prizes from Chocolade, Blockbuster, Panera, OrlandoEats.com, Orlando Ghost Tours. Uh, you got a magic dinner show we can give away. 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 Star1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, it's a little game we like to call Whose Weekend Was It? Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost 
embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Which weekend was it? All right, here is uh, what will happen. If you get it, uh, the question correct, you will hear this. Sorry, I'm having a bad day. That's yeah, right. Jesus Christ. I said if you get it correct. If you get it wrong, you will hear this. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, here's our uh, game show hostess, number two. And as usual on the hideout, ladies first. You'll get two chances to play. If you get the first one incorrect, you'll get that second chance to so hold on. Let's start with Kathy. Kathy, you're in the hideout. You ready to play? Hey, Kathy. Hi. Uh, let's go. Whose weekend was it? Here's number two. Over the weekend, this hideout member sat next to the biggest collection of asses at Kathy Griffin. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who sat next to the biggest collection of asses at Kathy Griffin? Oh, well, when it comes to asses, it's almost got to be Chunks, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's right. Hold on, Kathy. You'll get another chance. But first, Dubs, you went to go see Kathy Griffin on Saturday night. Yes, and uh, when I sat down, it was good because no one was there yet. Uh, I got there pretty early. And first guy sits next to me is talking my ear off the whole time and uh, ends up being the guy who yells through the whole thing. Uh, you know, yells at Kathy, telling her, you know, his side of the joke, kind of giving his own monologue. What? I don't know. There's always that guy in the crowd, and I had to be sat next to him. Uh, in front of me was uh, the people who keep on getting up to get drinks and go to the bathroom, so they were always blocking my view. And then the guy behind me was on the phone the whole time. Yeah, I'm over here watching Kathy Griffin. He, uh, yeah, she's great. Here, want to listen? So he's holding up his phone for the people <laughs> to listen. Yeah, fun, pretty funny, huh? It's funny stuff. And to my right was Jimmy D. So <laughs> oh, you were <laughs> all around. <laughs> Just asses, asses with glasses. All right. Now, what is this whole thing with Jimmy D too? Where where's this? Uh, should we save this? You want to talk about this in a second? Because we, we, yeah, we, we we'll talk about this in a second. I'm gonna write this down to talk about because I was told a story over the weekend about Jimmy D <laughs> and sunglasses and at night. So we'll just we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Let's continue on with Kathy. You got that one wrong, but you get another chance to play. Here's number two. Over the weekend, this hideout member broke all his plans to watch Mr. Show on DVD. Who broke all their plans to watch Mr. Show? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Come on, Kathy. Let's be aware. Oh, God, I guess I have to go with Chunks because, you know, he's not that reliable as far as, you know, plans. So. You, you know, all of your reasoning is great. However, <laughs> I'm so Yeah. Sorry, sweetie. That was me. I had grand plans on Saturday. Number two had invited me out. She's got some hookups over at Disney, so I was going to go out to Gay Days. Yeah. But I was so tired after Friday and Latitudes and hanging out with uh, Dirty Jim and uh, Shannon was out there on Friday night, which was a great time. So I I decided I kind of blew her off, um, <laughs> slowly but surely. And then on uh, that night, I was going to go see Kathy Griffin, and I started driving down there. And I was like, I don't want to go. As much as I do want to go, I don't want to go. So I went and I picked up some Chinese food and watched those Mr. Show DVDs yeah, um, that you gave me of David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. 
What a great show. The funny thing is, you hated that show when I first uh, lined it to you. You know what? I didn't give it a chance. Like most people who hate this show in the beginning, they don't give it a full chance. Then they actually sit down and listen and realize how great it is and how (laughs) funny it is. And then they're like, wow, I was completely wrong. I'm one of those guys about Mr. Show. It was really, thank you for letting me. It's brilliant. I'm going to hold on to it, too. No, you aren't. And I want to, I don't know, I want to ask you, why did they stop? Was it just too I, tough to keep up, or well, what? Well, no, it just uh, wasn't doing that great. You know? it's HBO. It's How of, do they know? It's it's one of those things where you know it didn't get the correct feedback, and they kept it going for I think three or four seasons, and it didn't. Are there more seasons? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go get those because I only saw one and two. It, right. it was one of those things that picked up after. They like, stopped making it. Like Family Guy yep. picked up way more when it was on, I guess, Cartoon Network or something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know the same things are going to happen with the rest of development if it ends up getting canceled. So there are a few shows that are like that. All right, ladies first in the hideout. We'll go to Karen. Karen, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. You ready to play? Sure am. All right, here we go. Here's number two. Over the weekend, this hideout member was stuck in an awkward position at Latitudes. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who was stuck in an awkward position at Latitudes on Friday night? Bateman. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. Hold on. Um, Bateman was the only one not there. It was actually... No, I wasn't. <laughs> it was like, it was actually uh, Chunks. Chunks, what happened to you at Latitudes when we were hanging out with Dirty Jim? Yeah, we were hanging out, and, uh, you know, Latitudes is a lot of different corners you can go to. Like, just hang out and sit. And I went to a corner. Um, Why? I was making a phone call. And uh, I was talking on the phone, and all of a sudden, this couple kind of moves in front of me in this corner, like, blocking me out of the corner, and they start, like, making out. But I can't get out, so I'm just sitting there kind of, like, holding my phone up, like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Bob. <laughs> right not, on. Not talking to anybody? No. I mean, I'm just sitting there, and I mean, it's the most awkward thing in the world. This is a little uh, little bit later on, but what do you do like when there's these two people kind of like making out, getting in front of you, and you just can't can't get out of the way? You know what you do? You give the you give the girl a kiss on the cheek and say, "Hey, can I have some?" He does the same thing outside of our house. Like if a girl walks by and he grabs his phone, he's like, "Yeah, he just close that deal down and uh, put a couple million in the bank." Acting like a stockbroker. Yeah, and then he bumps. He's like, "Oh, sorry about that. Just making some deals." All right, I've been to the basement. Nobody's gonna believe that you just put a couple million in the bank where you've been living. No, he owns the buildings, according to him. Okay, just walking around checking out the property. And you told me you went to the corner at Latitudes because no one was talking to you. Well, nobody was talking to me. So that's you why you went to go. That's why you went to go make the phone call. Yeah. All right, Karen. Here's your next shot. Whose weekend was it with number two? Over the weekend, this hideout member watched eight hours of CSI on DVD. F.A. Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, we got to give away prizes. Here we go. Oh, uh, it's got to be Bateman this time. Yeah, Jesus Christ. There you go. Congratulations, sweetie. Hold on. You are a winner. You have your choice of the stuff that we have to give away. That's pretty self-explanatory, Bateman. I know you don't have cable yet no. or a TV. You have no. that. You have that laptop that plays DVDs. Yeah, and uh, I just really didn't feel like going out. So what else is a single guy gonna be doing uh, on a Saturday night other than watching eight hours of CSI? Please kill me. <laughs> You're a poonhound. If you would have gone out and made an effort, you'd have been fine. No effort is being made. I called you Saturday to go out there still. I called him, too. I said, hey, you want to go to Kathy Griffin? He oh. was like, no. Oh, he actually answered when you called. Yeah. <laughs> he answers my phone calls. <laughs> when you call, we just figure it's going to be you playing video games, drunk, <laughs> just wanting to chat it up. We're outside smoking, so we don't answer when you call. we got to take a break, don't Chunks. speak for everybody. Yes, if we could. All right. Damn it, well, all these people want to play the game. They can hold on the line. 
All right. A couple lines open. 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phones. Prizes. Actually, I'll run down the prizes in two seconds. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half Fane Dubs in the middle of giving away prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Some of these people have been at home for a very long time, so let's get to them. Starting with uh, Tim. Tim, you ready to play whose weekend was it? How about that mustard anise? Mustard anise? That's from the Mr. Show DVD. I didn't. I must have not seen that one yet. I, I don't think those are on that one. All right. See now. Yeah, you, you gotta get to season three. Right, I gotta get to that one. Damn it. All right. I'm gonna go rent it tonight. Actually. Yeah. I, I, it's probably like available at Blockbuster. I would right? imagine so. All right. Now you got me looking forward to something, Tim. Thank you. Uh, right. he, here's number two. Over the weekend, this hideout member had his ass grabbed. Over the weekend, this hideout member had his ass grabbed. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. I'm gonna go Chunks. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're a winner, Tim. Hold on, brotherhood. Um, Chunks, where did you have your... Because you had your ass grabbed... Was it last week when you went to... Yes, yeah, uh, James Brown. Last week at James Brown. So people are just getting hands full of Chunks, huh? Yeah, it was a little Ew. different uh, this time around. Or was it a lot the same? No, it wasn't a lot the same. You said you, a dude grabbed your ass at uh, James Brown. Oh, yeah, a dude did, but I mean, it was a different kind of venue. Where were you? I'd say it was probably more appropriate. It was at the Parliament House last night, so definitely, I guess, more appropriate to have grabbed my ass. Really? Yeah. Um, what happened? Well, I went in. I went in last night to see what it was like, hang out. My sandal breaks, right? These new forty-dollar sandals I just bought. Maybe because so, your feet are too fat. M- maybe Flintstone feet. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to lose weight, but either way, I All get right, Barney. I get a rubber band, and I'm bending down to try and like put this rubber, put this rubber band like to, you know, uh, put the sandal on my foot. So Mm -hmm. I'm bending down, and this guy just latches on. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. He just latches on. I'm like, oh, what'd you do? I can't do anything, man. That's that's their. Yeah, on their turf. Yeah, exactly. I'm... It's not okay for someone to physically assault you, if even no matter quote unquote whose turf you're on. Oh, well, I didn't know that. No, just because you go to a game doesn't give it like free reign. You could have said, does. "Hey, dude, get your hand off my ass." He didn't want to say that. Hmm. You're probably saying reach a little lower, huh? You no. want to go out finger? You want to jiggle a little something, something? I didn't. No jingling of the something somethings. No, it's not what I want to do. Um. Well, anyway. Good for you, I guess. You're no, getting a little, little action. action yeah. Oh, by the way, the pictures of Chunks at the Parliament House are also up on RealRadio.fm. And <laughs> they're great, especially the one with you talking to the performer. And we have audio from him at the uh, Parliament House later on, don't we? So we'll get to that as well. And let's finish up this game first. Let's move on to Carl. Carl, you're in the hideout. You ready to play? Hi, Carl. Definitely. What's going on, F.A. Dub? What's going Yo. on, brother? This is number two. Over the weekend, this hideout member got into a fight while playing basketball. Cafe Dubs, Bayman, or Chunks, who got into a fight while playing basketball? That would be the only pus- person in there that uh, would complain about basketball, Chunks. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, you get another shot. That you one... had it right when you said puss. Why is everyone picking on me today? Come on! <laughs> it was actually me. Oh. I got into a fight while playing basketball. I don't want to tell the story now. I'll save it for later. 
just because I'd like to expand upon it a little bit more. I do have to say this. I called Dan Stone to have him apologize to his friends. Really? Yes. I'll just leave it at that. So we'll talk, such an embarrassment. Let's talk about it a little. Dude, the, the, the dude deserved it. Whatever, man. Have here, fun. Here we go. Uh, here we go, Carl. Another chance to play. Here's number two. Over, over the weekend, this highlight member was mistaken for a personal trainer. That's mistaken for a what? Personal trainer. Who was mistaken for a personal trainer? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? God, what an awful group. Uh, well, let's do process of elimination real quick. Chunks is out of it, so uh, <laughs> it's either uh, Dubs or Bateman. So, uh, hey, come on. <laughs> hey, Hefe, I know you, I've been. I see you All right. Gym. <laughs> Fine. Who was it then? Uh, let's go with. Uh, uh, let's go with Dubs. He smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. It was Bateman. It was Bateman. Bateman mistaken for a personal trainer. Yeah. Some guy was walking along and some guy goes, hey, is school started yet? And I go, school? I'm not in school. <laughs> and then he goes... Did he say that because you're so small? Why did he say it? He goes, oh, I thought you were in that personal training school. Oh. And I was like... No, I have no idea what that See, is. Bateman gets uh, mistaken for a personal trainer. I get mistaken for a guy who works at Walmart. I'll be walking around there. People ask me where the soap is. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> man. We maybe signs. Maybe it's because you walk around with that little blue vest. Mm, I got to stop doing that. Actually, <laughs> I've moved up to a red jacket. Oh, damn. Why don't you stop? Top of the food chain. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you stop handing out the little grocery carts and uh, people won't think I don't hand them that. out. I just go out there and collect them. Let's go to uh, Aaron. Aaron's been on hold for a while. Aaron, you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it with number two? Over the weekend, this hideout member rediscovered the greatness of NBA Live 2005. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who played video games? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a good guess. It was actually me, though, Aaron, I uh, and I kicked Chunks' ass by 30 points. Let's wrap this up. Here we go. Uh, Aaron, your last shot. Over the weekend, this hideout member did his favorite kind of show prep. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who did their favorite kind of show prep this weekend? Show prep? Oh, God. Uh, Hefe. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. That one was me. You got him kind of flip-flop there. I watched... Uh... The uh, the porno with Lacey and Lindsay Love. Who are coming up at 8 o'clock. We're going to chat with them at 8. Yeah, they're uh, two identical twins. And today I got a chance to sit alone at home and uh, did a little show prep. Watched the video. Got myself acquainted with the two. I'll tell you this. They they seem like smart girls. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I uh, Great actors. I did my show prep two or three times since Friday when we got that DVD. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite scene? Mailman. Yeah. Shower. <laughs> Mailman. We're the delivery guy, and they're uh, so they're watching TV, and then they go to eat chocolate. Not. Then, I uh, didn't even see that because I didn't. I, we'll have to. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later on. I jump around. Honestly, I, I usually don't make it through like the previews. I'll tell you that much. Honestly, my favorite part was in the bonus section. Have you have you no, been to the I bonus mean, area yet? No. Vivid does this amazing things with their DVDs. Where they have other vivid, it's just like five other scenes that aren't related to the movie. Wow. Go to the bonus or more adult fun or something, and there's this one scene of this chick who is with a strip club DJ in the booth <laughs> while, like. Is he a dirtbag? While he's working. 
I don't know. He I should think they be, have though. to cast a dirtbag for that position. You're right. He should have been some dude with a mullet and some uh, half mustache. I'll give you a good opening, baby. Yeah. Not like that. Whatever song you want. All right, Chunks, you were saying that you were on their turf, um, quote-unquote, at Parliament House? Yeah. And they were grabbing your ass? Chunks went out the gay days. Yeah. Well, you're talking about it like you're going to start some sort of a gang war. With their turf, your turf, your ass. No, I'm not trying to start a gang war, you know. I was a guest in their gang Parliament House. Did you uh, trim your turf before you went there? No, I, I didn't, because I don't want that kind of sex. What kind? Any? I, I don't like penis. I like I like the tuna taco. What? Right? What's wrong with you? And what are we in the seventh grade again? <laughs> it, it's the truth. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Mo. It's Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Written for Corey Hart by Jimmy D. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888 Or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. A couple of things that came out of Whose Weekend was it that we wanted to talk about in depth a little bit more. want to remind you, realradio.fm, the pictures of Chunks uh, at the Parliament House Gay Days last night. He has audio, too. And the picture of Putin's girlfriend is also on realradio.fm. What's that on her chin? For your sake, Putin, I'm just not going to tell you what people are writing to me. <laughs> Other than the fact that they, should, they think she's really hot. I just not, I'm not going to write to you what they're doing to her. Not only on the screen, but in their minds and everywhere else. Oh, God, no more. I could be part <laughs> of it. Now, Dubs, you, we have so much to get to this evening. Yeah. We're about to talk to porn stars. You wanted a few minutes to talk about Jimmy D from the Shannon Burke Show. Well, not me uh, in particular, but uh, Chunks brought this up to me last week, and I found it odd when I went to uh, Kathy Griffin. Uh, he, he came there about halfway through the show, uh, sat down, and was wearing his sunglasses during the show in, <laughs> in the dark-ass uh, hard rock. Okay, so Jimmy D walks in with sunglasses on. Yeah, and I figured he'd probably take them off. Sit down and enjoy the show. No. Fully able to see the show. Right. And uh, no, he didn't take him off. He left him on the whole time. <laughs> All right, now what's... I didn't have the heart to say anything to him. All right, Chunks, what's your story? Yeah, um, the week before, we went to, I went to James Brown, and the same thing. I, <laughs> I saw him there, and we're sitting there, we're near the bar, and it's just extra dark, and he's got our minds like, hey, what's up, Chunks? I'm like, what, what's up, dude? I guess I guess it's uh, it's always sunny when you're cool, huh? <laughs> you know, and he's like, you know, he said something I obviously can't repeat in the air. But the funny thing is, he just looked at the the stage and didn't take his glasses off. I was like, you know, you got sunglasses on, right, man? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he didn't. He still didn't take them off. No, he but still didn't take them off. You know what? I I appreciate him sticking to his guns, then you know, and not succumbing to. Uh... Because here's the thing. I guess what's interesting about a guy like Jimmy D is that you could goof on him, and he's not really going to, you know, 
He's not going to bow or, you know. Yeah, he's he's going to stick with what he feels is right, and what he feels is right is wearing the sunglasses at night. Now, I don't know if this has been covered uh, on the Shannon Burke show. I don't know if anybody could clue us in. Does he have a medical condition that that's maybe makes I, him wear the sunglasses at night? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, did he just get LASIK? And does he have to wear the uh, the sunglasses? I don't know. I didn't want to ask him, though. You have to ask. I wanted to, but I just couldn't. I didn't want to embarrass him. Okay, he was embarrassing him. <laughs> wearing his sunglasses, watching James Brown and Kathy Griffin. The funny thing is, he walks around here without him on. But he always has them on his head. Yeah. Always ready for when it gets dark. Do <laughs> you think he, like, wakes up in the morning... Do you, you think he watches television with them on? Yes. Uh, yeah, I do. Are they are they special 3D glasses? Answers. I like answers. I don't know. They're they're. I think they're Oakleys. He does. <laughs> I guess you're gonna pay a buck twenty on those things. You're gonna wear them wherever you can, even at concerts. They are bulletproof. Maybe he's afraid of being shot in the eyes. You know. Who knows? Maybe he had a bad spit uh, spit wide like incident where he got hit in the face. I told him saying. Maybe he's just too cool. Alicia, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, guys. Um, Jimmy D, he, he is really sick. It's called Homo Girlius. Okay. I yeah. think Chunk suffers from that, too, but how come yeah. Chunk doesn't have to wear sunglasses? Just a little bit. No, I saw him in, in the middle of Mako's, and he was still wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> I thought it was weird. No way! I swear to God, and I was like... Does he always do that? Mo. I was like, I was like, the Mako's girl. I was like, look, there's Jimmy D. Why the hell is he wearing the sunglasses? And she's like, dude, he always does that. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Go him then. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Wow. All right, now <laughs> we are getting proof from the public. Yeah, I guess it's just not. Because you know. I, I figured you're goofing. No, but, not at all. And then you tell me chunks. This happens to chunks. And then apparently uh, Alicia now says that it happens. I've never... like We've been to like, Latitudes with him. I can remember seeing him in Latitudes and he wasn't wearing sunglasses. It was outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it makes sense the then. The light from the moon was there. He didn't need them. It makes sense then for him not to be wearing them since it was outside. <laughs> All right, what if he's like in this bizarro world or something in his like head? Well, if there's an evil Jimmy D that we're with, there has to be a good one that doesn't wear sunglasses. And Here's the problem, though. And here's why Jimmy D is lucky he's not on this show. <laughs> because if he were doing this and we caught wind, we would make him wear his bit, beard, <laughs> beach gear everywhere. <laughs> so He has to put like the sunscreen on his nose and everything. He's got to wear sunscreen on his nose. Hey, dude, sorry. I'm watching Velvet Revolver here in the Hard Rock. I need sunscreen on my nose. He carries around a little buoy wherever he goes. He would have to have swim trunks and flip-flops. I'm going to uh, ask Shannon to make that the official Jimmy D uniform whenever he goes to concerts. <laughs> or clubs. He has a beach towel around his neck. <laughs> he told me he'd be listening tonight because I said we had some info on him. And uh, surprisingly, he's not calling. Although he figures he can't win. Or maybe he can't see the buttons on his cell phone because it's so dark outside with his glasses on. (laughs) 
right, Jimmy. You know we love you, dude. That's just a little weird. <laughs> hey, here's, it was, it's not 87 anymore. So, whatever. It's fine, Goose. Get <laughs> these balls in the class. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. I'm glad we cleared this up. Yeah. I really, from now on, I want everyone to ask him about it. Jimmy D, you can meet my wingman anytime. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Judd uh, from SBK Live goes, I know Jimmy D's medical condition. He has a rare disorder which causes him to believe he's a big star who must be in disguise while in public and is cooler than everyone else. It's mental. Next week he's going to be wearing those ones with the big funny nose and mustache. All right, quick break. We'll come back, talk to some porn stars. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What the hell is this? Why are we coming back with Def Leppard? What's wrong with you? It's the, 2005. The porn stars. Get it? No. It, you know you've got porn in the, with the stop, sugar. Stop, stop. In the pouring? Stop. It's poor, not porn. Some sugar on me. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. How retarded are you? Tefe and Dubs. Um... Probably you're talking some porn stars. By the way, no phone calls this segment. No, so we won't even bother giving you the phone numbers. It's our uh, it's our chance to talk to uh, a couple of porn stars right now in the hideout. Um, here's the thing. Last week, Dubs, you and I got a, a little DVD called Too Hot, starring the Love Twins from Vivid Video, Vivid.com. Lacey and Lindsay. Lacey and Lindsay Love are in the hideout right now. Uh, are both of you there? Yeah, we are. All right, how you doing? First of all, thank you for joining us here uh, in Central Florida and Orlando. Uh, let me say, kudos, amazing work to the two of you. This is very good stuff. Are you are you, pro- you are you proud? Yeah, we're really proud. We're excited <laughs> too about starting. About every now, was this the first porn, uh, or uh, are there others out there that we there, can go? We here? did one more, but it hasn't been released yet. But that's the first one that we. I have been. Seen. Um, yeah, here's the thing. We watched it all weekend long doing what we like to call a show prep. Yes. Um, what convinced... I Did did someone approach one of you first? Because you're absolutely gorgeous, 5'2". I think you're 21 years old, the two of you. And did someone approach one first and then decided, hey, we need to have the twin combo? How did that come about? Actually, we were working on an adult website, and the management of the adult website um, seen our like seen us, our pictures, and he... Um, had like a lot of um he knew like a lot of people like and he i guess he contacted vivid and showed them our pictures and they like said okay <laughs> now now when you guys are doing a scene together do you guys find it awkward at all or like the first scene you guys did together or the first time you guys were uh sexual together we, um, did better when we were doing the scenes together it made it easier for us really Shy. So it was more comfortable then for the two of yeah, you? we were more comfortable when we worked together. Okay, now, all right, all right so that's so interesting. You're twins, and I know it's kind of because there's one scene, and we can't get too graphic, mind you, we're on the radio, right. and for some reason there's a witch hunt. But let's just say there's a scene. Is this the scene with the delivery guy, Dubs? Yes. Where, where he's going back and forth? Yes, that's him. All right, how does that, I will just leave it at that. That's not awkward at all? 
It doesn't bother us. No, we actually thought it was kind of fun. It was different. We never did anything like that in the real life until now. Uh, now, since that happened, have you guys done some, some more of that kind of stuff, like on your own time? No, we actually haven't, though, yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, but they're maybe leaving over to open the possibility. Uh, Lindsay, I'm going to start working for UPS and live in their area. <laughs> Lindsay and Lacey love uh, the movie is too hot from Vivid Video. Now, here's what I love about it, Dubs. This is one of the few porns, and I mean this because I've seen a lot in my time, where I actually sit down and I began to watch it, and I was interested in the storyline. Really? Because oh, really? you were uh, you were interested in the you whore. Oh, I'll show you whore. <laughs> Yeah, we were really bit, bad about the acting thing because it's our first time, but hopefully we'll get better. Well, the, the funny thing was that it's like put together like a true Hollywood story. I know, that was, we actually thought that was pretty interesting, too. We were like we liked that idea that they made us like into like kind of like make it Reality. fun of the Olsen's twins and stuff. Yeah, that yeah that, that's exactly what I was thinking the whole time in there. Where and Paris Hilton would be the other girl. Where it's like this whole, like they're having problems and so this is a great scene where it has absolutely nothing to do with the twins, but like I guess one of the ex managers is talking about him. Then he goes, oh, in, yeah. then he goes in the other room and starts banging two chicks. <laughs> and out I'm, of nowhere. And I'm like, right. That's pretty funny. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, Lacey and Lindsay love. All right, just a quick question: Is there a sibling rivalry between the two of you at like who's better at certain sexual acts? And obviously, be mindful, like using their mouth. Well, yeah, like um. This is AC. Like I like to do have oral, like do oral sex on guys. But we don't really know whether she's better. We never were told. That yeah, like we never really had anyone judge it though. Right, but I would say I'm better because I have more experience in it. All right, now, nice. who, who was that? Who was that that was talking? Was that Lacey? All right, that's Lacey. Lacey insists that she's better at um let's just say mouth pleasure. Mouth pleasure than um all right, all right that god. All right, no, I'm sorry. I'm just a little taken back. Um. I almost want to cry because what we're doing right now is so beautiful. Talking to twin uh, porno stars for Vivid Video. Now, what, what's the future, I guess? Like, what's at stake for you guys? What's uh, Are we going to do more porns? Yeah, that? well, actually, we are doing, um, we're flying out in, I think, two weeks from today. And we're going to go do the um, Where the Boys Aren't. There's, like, a whole bunch of videos already, like, with that. And there's all the Vivid girls. So it's just going to be uh, no guys and right, no all guys, girls. Right, no guys, all girls. Okay, all girls, and then later on... And then in July, we go back and we film two, two more, more movies for with our contract for this year, and if they like us, they're going to have us back again next year. All right, now here's all right, now they say about twins that you guys are... There's some, especially ones who look the same, like there's a special connection between twins. So, like, when one of you is having sex, can the other feel it? <laughs> no, we actually can't, but... We do think the same, and we like are really close with personality. Okay. Now, here's the other question, and this is going to be tough for me to say on the radio. So I got to. We're talking to Lacey and Lindsay Love, Vivid uh, Video Porn Stars. Their DVD is uh, too hot. All right. If you were to happen to um, have sex um, with each other, wouldn't that essentially just kind of be like being with yourself, kind of like punching the clown if you were... Probably would because we're so, so similar. I mean, you're probably similar in like... We even have like the same bodies and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah trust me. I we mean, know. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching. There's no doubt about it. Um, well, I want to thank you two for coming into the hideout. I'm very proud. Dubs, do you want... I actually have a, uh, a small question for you. I, I'm more of a favor. I'm going to be watching your video quite a lot, so I was wondering if you could... Uh, Moan my name so I can put it on a CD and then listen to it while I'm watching your porn. 
Okay. All right, his name is J-Dubs, so just J-Dubs, I guess, if you want to moan it. What is your name? J-Dubs. J-Dubs? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. What was the J-Dubs? J-Dubs. J-Dubs, right? Yeah, J-Dubs. Okay. Oh, J-Dubs. Oh, baby. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Hot. All right, I'm sorry I had to laugh over that. That was awesome. Thank you. Lindsay and Lacey Love. You don't want one? Vivid, uh, Vivid.com. I, I don't want to feel like they're, I don't want to put them out. but I no. th- You don't want to be a perv? I, well, I have no problem being a pervert. I know you're going to sit there at home with that a constant on a constant loop while yes. watching Too Hot, but uh, but no. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us you're on The Hideout welcome. tonight. Was that creepy? Yeah, it actually was. They were creepy. <laughs> I thought they I were nice. They, yeah, I thought they were very nice. They're porn stars. What are you expecting, baby? When I first talked to them on the phone, I was like, it's El Jefe and J-Dubs. <laughs> And um, how sad and embarrassing is that? <laughs> well, I don't even know if you want me to say what they thought the names were when no. they tried to repeat them back. I so, said it. El Pepe. <laughs> El Pepe. And J, what? <laughs> I go, Dubs, D-U-B-S. or like, B-S-D-U? Dude, like, they're 21-year-old twins in porn. porn. What does it matter? You We're think not- they have a high education? Yes. They're better than that last one we had. All yeah. Right. Infinitely better. At least, oh, yeah. At least these girls didn't have to get dumped. Well, only mm. once. But we asked for it. We really When did. you ask that question, you're asking for them to get dumped. Who's better at oral? <laughs> well, uh... And, then they, and they, they, they kept it pretty clean for what you can expect, you know? I mean... I'm telling you. I wouldn't think that if I didn't work in radio. I couldn't say that. I'm telling you. Um, go to uh, the Premier Adult Factory outlet and get this one. Too Hot. Lindsay and Lacey Love. A Paul Thomas film. And, uh, Didn't he also do the Golden Girls? Maybe. What? Oh, that's like Paul Thomas Witt or something. <laughs> I just always recognize that name. Now, Tommy or Chunks, <laughs> I'm going to need uh, that on CD to take home tonight. Did you happen to isolate that, Chunks? Yes, I did. I just, I'll uh, whittle it out during the break. Thank Ew. you. Because <laughs> Matt Albert says when she was moaning her name, it sounded more like she was taunting you instead of moaning. <laughs> it sounded like she said Jay Doll. Whatever. Uh, I can deal with whatever. Tommy, how embarrassing is it for you to produce a show where you have to call them and say, uh, yeah, the uh, the hosts are named El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fine. And the other producer's name is Chunks. Yeah. yeah just, tell, really- just tell them my name's Doug. <laughs> El- <laughs> J-Dugs. And El Pepe. I like Pepe. That's actually what I used to call my, uh, my wiener. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll take a break. We'll cut. He's that fast. I'll tell you that. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, mm. oh, 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 oh. I'm going to love that. She did sound um, pretty uninto it. I think she sounded pretty uninto it when in, the, in the video, but, you know. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Perfectly. Lacey and Lindsay Love from Vivid Video. We do appreciate them swinging into the hideout tonight. That was a lot of fun. 407 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe. What? I've been seeing something on the news all day long, and uh, we need to jump on it. We need to help out whatever we can. Okay. The little white girl missing in Aruba. We need to get some people to maybe volunteer, go over there, help find this white girl in Aruba. She's hot. 
Okay. Um, it's a sad story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for the family, but, I mean, maybe there's someone locally that maybe we could help out, like someone missing locally. But this is a white girl missing in Aruba. Okay. No, no I mean, I've... I've seen the story all over CNN. And she's hot, isn't she? Well, I mean, I've seen the story on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. and it's She's all a over, very good-looking white girl. And it's all over Yahoo and all the other news things. But, I mean, people, they go missing all the time, J-Dubs. I mean, but not like this girl. What do you mean, not like this girl? Nice, white, you know. It, it's just a shocker, you know? It's more shocking than anything. Girls like this don't go missing. I mean, well, everybody can go missing. No, not, you know. I mean, I, and that's, in, that's another a girl, thing. A little white girl with her future in front of her? Okay, but do people, other, like, people of other races go missing? Like, black I, people? I, I never hear about it. Latin people? I, I mean, never hear about it. I mean, people go missing all the time. Ah, no, they don't. It's never, never on the news. Well, no, I mean, they're, that... they're, they're nice and well set at their house. They don't, they don't leave. Oh, wow, that was a little racist. No, I'm just saying they these those people don't go missing. What do you mean those people? You mean like blacks and Latinos and Asians and stuff? These white girls have problems, all right, and they go missing. And when they go missing, it's first priority. <laughs> I I mean I understand. But, I, I, but others go missing. But this is national news. This is something that's big all over. And it's something that we should be getting people, uh, you know, signed up for. Maybe even, like, you know, trying to get uh, promotions and sales to hook us up with the trip to uh, Aruba. To To help. go help find this little white girl. It's tragic. Okay, yes, it is tragic, but there, I'm sure there's someone local. I, I don't see him on the news. I see this little white girl on the news, and I feel I have to help her. I will. I mean, keep your eye on the prize, El Jefe. We've got a white girl missing. She was probably going to be a, a member of some really nice sorority someday. We have to save her. Again, it is a sad story, but I wish that we would hear about other sad people she, like missing and stuff. She's alone and scared on this island. Okay, why do you keep bringing up the island? Because she's on Aruba. They already arrested two of them. Two what? Two Arubians or whatever yeah. they're called? Yeah. I saw them. They were scary. Did they have brown skin? Yeah. Okay, come on. This white girl's missing. It's... We have to shake down every brown person around there. <sighs> you know that's the protocol. Whenever a white girl goes missing, you find every brown person around, you do a shakedown. All right. Matt Albert brings up a point. Blacks and Latinos are like Monopoly pieces when they're gone. Who cares? We can find a replacement. <laughs> Sadly, it seems like that is true, though. You know, when they went after Scott Peterson, he was the last person they thought of. They did a shakedown of all the brown people first. So are you recommending we do that? They got Scott uh, out of the bushes. Okay, no, he did it. What? Scott Peterson was found guilty. What? He murdered his... his I, I, have you seen him? Have you seen his, you know, just high-classness? Why would you call him high-class? He was like a fertilizer salesman or something. 
But a very, very good one. Are you saying this because he, he looked white? Like, he looked like I could trust him. Look, uh, I understand. I, I, this isn't about Scott Peterson. This is about a little white girl missing in Aruba. It's national news right now. You know why? Because she's white? Because it's important. I thought it was because she was a pretty white girl. And that's important. You know that's what, that's what matters in this country. Well, where are the search parties for weapons of mass destruction? That, uh, that all goes on the back burner when we have this weapon of mass destruction. Stop. All right. right there. That's no good. I'm dumping that. That's just, that's in poor taste. And I was dumping. I mean, she was, she was leaving a bar in Aruba. And, was she really? Yeah, she was leaving a club. That's the last time there she was seen. Wow. Well, look, again, again, yes, it is sad, and my heart goes out to the family, and it's wrong. I just, you know, I think that people go missing all the time, and it's, I mean, you're right. Not like like this girl. Pretty white girl? Yeah. Somehow when pretty white girls go missing, though, it's national news. Yeah, I mean, once you realize that sororities run this country... You'll be happy, I'll be happy, we'll all understand. You always have these conspiracy theories, I'm working it out for you. Look, why don't we focus on something more important? Um, Is there a prettier white girl missing? (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? This has become an epidemic, man. I'm talking... It's spreading. Well, I mean, it's again, it's sad, but you know what else is sad is like... I need to shake you down. No, I didn't do anything, I swear. I don't believe you. I was at home in, uh, here uh, in town all weekend long. I don't believe you. You want me to get the taser doves? St- yes, I didn't please. do anything. You're not going to know. This isn't going to turn into Guantanamo. Let me see Let me see your arm. Hey, come on. Let me see your arm. What do you mean, my arm? That's not tan. That's natural. It's brown, yes. That's natural. Yes, but I didn't do anything. I was here I in Orlando. I don't, I don't even you. know any white women. I swear. I'm calling. I'm calling the FBI on you. We're gonna have a shakedown. No, 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 no FBI, no immigration. It's okay. I never. I don't You're even, scared now, aren't you? I don't even look white women in the eyes. I don't even look. I don't want to whistle at them. Last thing I want to do. Don't even dare. Don't even joke about it. When you joke about it, you make me feel like uh, you aren't taking this seriously. No, no, no. I'm serious. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Sir, can maybe we talk about something else that's sad? I know this, this is sad, and we gave it a lot of, like, we talked about it. I just hope that she can be helped. Me too. I want, And I want every last resource in this country put at it. I, Forget about every other missing kid. When, I, a, when a hot white chick like this goes missing... Now, I heard that possibly, and I don't know, like in New York, uh, someone named Shaniqua had gone missing. Please. I didn't see that on the news. That didn't show up on the news. All right. I'm just trying to... There's a search party of 700 there right now. 700? 700. That's not nearly enough. In Aruba? Aruba. We need that... That place crawling for people who care for white girls. Okay, enough. I've had enough. I'm just going to say enough now. Enough of the insane uh, you talking about it. We got the word out. A pretty white girl is missing. Thank you, CNN. Thank you, MSNBC. Thank you, Fox News. Thank you, J-Dubs. Pretty white girl missing. Uh, another one this month. So. Sad.
Thank God. I'm sure she didn't stage this one like the last few have been staged. Thank God those Mexicans let the runaway bride go. I was worried about her for a little bit there. I'm glad. I, I can't believe they haven't caught him yet. No, no, no. This, she ran away on her own for which She ran away herself. What? Actually, I thought it was a black guy and a white guy who she said took her. What? Yeah, she just she ran away on her no, own. No, she didn't. She didn't want to get married. No, she's scared of them. Have you been She's scared of saying who took her. They let's, said they're going to kill her. Let's talk about something else that's sad, J-Dubs. Hmm. Like the Supreme Court saying that dying sick people have to live the rest of their lives in pain. Isn't that sad to you? Like these dying... Hey, there are pretty white people who aren't going to be able to smoke weed to dull the pain God because of the it. Supreme Court. God damn it. All right. This is second. We're going to get the pretty white girl first, and then we're going to jump on this pot thing because... We need uh, people, especially attractive white people, to be able to smoke their pot and get along. Here, here. I say. I'm going to wrap myself in the American flag. And a pretty white girl? I can only be that lucky. You stay away from her. You stay away. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I can't even listen to this song right now. I understand. It makes me sick. Um, a pretty white girl is missing in Aruba. Sad. I'm having I'm having a candlelight vigil at my house. I hope the whole Hideout can come over as we pray. I'm there for you, dog. Um, yeah, I, I think it's sad, but I'll be watching Seinfeld. Why? Why don't you just, uh, you know, act like you care? Seinfeld. That's what I'll be watching. <laughs> if it's not broken up by news bulletins. Which I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Should be. Larry in a wheelchair, you're in the hideout. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's up? How y'all doing today, man? Good, brother. What's ahead. up, bro? Not much. Listen, they always show sisters on the news when they're looking for a missing sister. They're on the trail, man. They pick them up every, like last Friday. All pick right. Pick up a whole slew of them, man. All right. That's just wrong. That was racist, and he's black. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even right. Look, my point is... What? Enough already. It's sad news, but it's not... I don't believe it's national news. It's enough when we find her. And it's a disturbing trend. What do you mean? I've always said, uh, if I go lost or if I go missing, tell them I'm a pregnant white lady, and uh, maybe they'll look very hard for me. Otherwise... Oh, but you deceive them, and they'll have your ass. Otherwise... They're like They'll find you. I'm like, why do we look so hard? Exactly. Why <laughs> did we waste all these resources? It's just a Latin kid. It's just some Latin boy missing, making his way back to Mexico. I really wasn't. I was just... Uh, I was kidnapped. I was kidnapped. Whatever. Whatever. We'll buy you a ticket if you want it. <laughs> and that's not appropriate for a cop to be playing. Come on. He just has that on a tape deck next to him at all times. If you were the cop, <laughs> you'd be running around with that in the loudspeaker going that, to Little Mexico. That'd be my siren. <laughs> Why are you proud of yourself? And why are you laughing? It's so funny. No, it's not. It's really disturbing. <laughs> Al, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. 
Hey, fellas, what's going on? What's up, man? What do you got, bro? Well, I got a problem with these white dying people not being able to get stoned. All right, yeah, this is more about the drugs then, huh? You know what it is? We, we got this give kids the world thing here where dying kids get to come. They get free ice cream. Right. You know what? If I was running the place, it's like, okay, here's a good bottle of scotch, a <laughs> carton of smoke, drugs are in your room, and hookers will be here by three. Let me ask you this, Al. Why are dying of AIDS. <laughs> well, come on. Why is marijuana so evil? It's not evil. Well, the, I mean, why, why are they making out? Why are they making marijuana? Look, here's the thing, and now let me tell you where I'm coming from. I have never smoked a day in my life. All right, so this is this is not coming from a stoner. This is not coming from someone who uh, is a quote unquote hippie or you know is all about doing drugs. And I've never done marijuana a day in my life. But what is it about it that is so evil that the country has to feel like sick, dying people can't even use it? Okay, here it is. The conspiracy theory is jumping out. It's the drug companies and the insurance companies. How much money are they making by selling you this stuff when, you know, dude hey. down in the corner? Yeah, these uh, those, pills that, those pills that they give you basically have the same effect on you that the marijuana does. All right, you know what now? And here's the thing, Al. I agree with you. I completely, when I see this, think... Oof, this is all about the companies. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, yesterday I was telling Chunks, uh, i got to take him back to uh, his apartment because he came over to play some ball um, on PlayStation 2. Uh, but <laughs> I told him i got to take you home because i got to get back in time for 60 Minutes. I love watching 60 Minutes. To me, it's one of my favorite shows. And they had a great thing on yesterday where one of the vice presidents from Pfizer is saying, hey, we got to do something, man. The drugs are just way too expensive here. In other countries, they got it solved. For some reason, we Americans are paying more than anybody else for our drugs. Mm-hmm. And I have to believe, man, I would think, and the, the Bush administration has come out so hardcore against medical marijuana. Why? Or lobbyists. drugs for other, uh, from other countries. You know, lobbyists. Mm-hmm. People, they're in, the, they're in you know, drug companies' pockets. But I'm saying, what is it? Has anyone else here smoked? Oh, yeah. Little uh, Mary J? Of course. Yeah. What is it about so evil? No, I, I like uh, women that are older, not little Mary J. Okay. She's hot, though. Mm. <laughs> what? Right, let's go a little round table. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. We'll start with you, uh, Putin. What's your take? Well... One time I was high, and I kidnapped a white girl and took her to Aruba. All right, stop you already. Son of a bitch. That's not funny. You're one of us, and you're uh, praying around. And if you did do that, then I'd like to turn you in. I, uh, I'll, I'll have a talk with the interns about what is appropriate humor or not, Dubs. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. Now, what about you, Chuck? I'm a dirty slut. That is. That's funny. That's funny. That other comment, not funny. What about you, Chunks? What is it that's so awful about marijuana? Mm. What did it do to you? Did it make you forget your boobs are uh, that big? No. I got lost once, and it was kind of scary, and I ran into a sign. <laughs> I was walking to uh, the Silver Diner, and it was uh, real late at night, and I kind of hit a ditch and ran into a sign, but that's pretty much the most evil thing. Okay, but me. I've seen you stone cold sober and trip over, like, seats. Yeah. Well, for me, it actually had a reverse effect where I'd get angry, and people I've known for years I wanted to beat up and kick their ass. Like, it makes me very anxious and mean for some reason. 
All right, what about you, Dubs? What's what's so evil about marijuana? You know, I don't I don't find it to be evil at all. What it did to me was, and why I quit smoking weed is because after a while I became very just frozen. Like whenever I smoked it, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I'd you know become very comatose. But I don't believe it's a gateway drug at all. I don't think if you smoke weed, you're going to start doing heroin and coke. I was asking number two back in the uh, office before we uh, came on the air, and she goes, it kills brain cells. <laughs> and I was like... Okay. Not as many as drinking does. Yeah, what doesn't? So does everything else you do kill a brain cell. Mm-hmm. Brain, brain cells die when you get older. That's just what happens. Turning on the mic in the back there and hearing everyone in the uh, background kills my brain cells. <laughs> then you're almost out. Because it happens constantly on this show. And I don't hear it on other shows. No. Do you hear that happen Never. during the Monsters or Shannon Berg or the Phillips File? Yet for some reason it's going on here constantly. Chunks, you're going to have to fix that. If you don't, it's a taser. Okay? Ouch. I'm on it. Ouch. I have a feeling you're not. Bruce, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Bruce? How you doing tonight, guys? We're good, man. I'll tell you what, I've been burning them since August 21st of 1969, and it hasn't hurt me any at all. <laughs> well, can, can, all right, so since you have done it then, could you see any evils? Like, so evil that people who were not even legalizing it, like, overall for everybody. I'm talking about people who are on their deathbeds or in such horrific pain. I hear it really aids with, like, chemotherapy and helps kind of take down the pain from that. So what's so evil about it that these people can't even have it? The only bad thing about it is you shouldn't drive when you're doing it because it does slow down your reaction time. Yep. All right. Well, hey, that's the same thing with alcohol. Thank you, Bruce. And again, I'm not some hippie who does drugs. I don't. So maybe I should ask people who do. Here's the thing. I've seen people do drugs. I've seen people who smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. And to me, the worst that I've seen come of it was I've seen it kill some drive. There have been immensely talented DJs that we've known where marijuana killed their drive. But then you have to stop and think, well, so does alcohol, actually. And, you know, you don't know if uh, they just didn't have the drive in the first place. Yeah. They may have never had the drive. All right. Looking by this bank of phone calls, we have a lot of potheads listening. (laughs) For marijuana, weed is good, not gateway drug. Token up now. All right. I'm just trying to ask a serious question. You're getting serious answers. I mean, there's. I would say a good portion of the uh, of the population would smoke weed if it was legal. You know, I would say just as many that drink would smoke weed. Hmm. What about that smoke cigarettes? Because that's what somebody was saying that it cuts into the uh, tobacco company profits. I don't think so because you still need that nicotine. That's just a whole nother drug. Mm-hmm. Is marijuana addicting? Uh, I believe it's physically, but not mentally. I think that's the thing. Or mentally, not physically. I can't remember. It's one or the other. Right. It, it's not like, you know, hardcore addicting. It's not nearly as addicting as, like, cigarettes. Oh, really? Yeah. Cigarettes are way more addicting. I've heard cigarettes. I've, I've talked to people who have said cigarettes are tougher. That's a tougher habit to kick than... Heroin? Then like heroin or coke. I don't believe that. No, not at all. I see, because you see so many people kick the habit. And when you're uh, when you're uh, uh, like a heroin addict, usually if you kick it, you can't kick it forever. You know what I heard is the toughest thing to kick? Hmm. Sugar. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, it's in everything. That's the I, don't th- th- I don't think it's a thing of, 
that you need it so much and you have withdrawals, but it's in everything, so you miss out on a lot of stuff you're used to having. All right, here's Dinner. Is that your name, Dinner? Dennis. Dennis. What's up, man? What's up? Um, I used to smoke like 24-7, morning, noon, or night. And Congratulations. Now that I quit, right. I can see such a day. I can think a lot clearer. It does kill the drive, I think. Right. And I can carry on full conversations. I can remember more stuff. I'm sad because it is fun to do every now and then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No, I got you. Thank you. And it does kill like some memory parts to you, too. Like, you can't remember, like, short-term stuff as well. Hmm. Look, here's my point. I think alcohol is just as bad or worse, personally. Never. Yeah, I love it, too. I mean, for you. Here's the thing. Why do they just keep telling us what to do with our bodies? And if a person is dying, let them do what they want to do. Yeah. Let them smoke a little pot to ease the pain. You know what I want? What? Total lawlessness. I'm sick of it all. Mm-hmm. Sick of, no, you can't assault that person because they made you mad. You're going to go to jail. <laughs> no, no, you can't take that money. It's not yours. <laughs> yeah, why is it in my hand, jackass? <laughs> go ahead, take it from me. I dare you. Oops, I just stopped on your eyes. Uh, hefe. Hey, Get- shut the hell up over there. I'm not done talking. See, you can do stuff like that. Survival of the fittest. No more little like, uh, oh, I got a wheelchair. I can't make it. Oh, no. Too bad. Give me that money while you're at it. And actually, maybe I'll sit down. My legs are a little tired. I'm on the ass kicking. <laughs> oh, man. Can, can I stay at your house tonight, Hefe? Yeah, you do. No, you're coming over. Uh, you're staying over. No, that's all right. Yes. I'm a little worried. You have to make me dinner, bitch. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Um, My back <laughs> is tired, but it's not tired enough that I uh, won't come over there and start kicking some heads in. Oh, total lawlessness. That's the new thing. Oh, uh, you know, uh, Tommy, I'm down with you doing whatever you want to do, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to tell you no. If someone wants to take drugs, that's fine. It's just, they're an easier target. That that is true. Unless it's PCP. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some of that and Vicodin. No, please don't. And if anybody no. wants to bring some food by the station, please do, because I'm starving. And I've had a really bad yeah, day. Yeah. Don't Just... talk over me while I'm talking, jackass. Yeah, shot it. Everybody shot it. Yeah. This is Tommy's Tommy, time. Yeah. Tommy gets his own time right now. 2500 Tom... Maitland Center Parkway. <laughs> Fourth floor. If you have decent food, we might let you in for like a minute or two. I guess we can go to break now. All right, let's take a break. That's okay. We'll we'll go to break now. Cause Tommy. Wants oh, now to... you're telling me what to do. No, 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 no. We're just, you know, we'll just go. We'll play those commercials. Very quick break, and we'll come back, and then uh, Tommy can talk some more. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Corn, are they uh, are they still together? Even though uh, what's his name head left the group for God. I don't know. I don't think they uh, they have probably haven't you know made any plans yet. I remember it just happened not too long ago. I remember we went to go see uh, Ozfest, and I guess we saw Manson, and then left before Corn went on stage, and then didn't mm-hmm. even stick around for Ozzy. Seen Ozzy so many times that with Sabbath by himself. I've only I've been to Ozfest uh, like four or five times. Only seen one Ozzy song. Really? Yeah. Crazy Train. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> I think it's Mama, I'm coming home or something. Were you high? No, but we were doing high fives. 
Because Ozzy's on stage. And we're like, wow, this is gay. Let's go. Ozzy? Yeah, it's, it's a real odd show to watch. You have to be really into it to see him do that frog jump. Yeah. I like it when he pours the water on himself. You know, I heard uh, the reason why he does that. Yeah, that he... Um, Wets himself on stage and uh, to cover it up. He can't hold it. Yeah, so just to oh cover God, it up. Oh, God, no more. <laughs> so just to cover it up, he pours water on his head so no one knows. Don't you wish you could do that in life? Yeah. Just walk around with a big bucket of water, so... You just, like, if you went and you just, like, poured some water... I feel like I'm going to go on myself. Come on. <laughs> I did, I think, that time. Was that from the Icy Hunt? Now, you were telling a story or something like that. I thought that was from Icy Hunt. That hurt so bad, I did feel like I was going to go on myself. <sighs> but I guess Ozzy actually does. Lucky, he can do that, though. He's the Prince of Darkness. You actually buy into that? If I was the Prince of Darkness, then yes. That's what you need to do. You need to come up with your own thing. I wish uh, his kids stayed in the darkness. Here's what's odd, all right? Here's what's really odd about that family. Yeah? Ozzy isn't awful looking. Sharon Osbourne's actually pretty hot. I mean, she wasn't. She had a lot of work done, but there was still some potential there. From what I understand, the quote-unquote normal daughter isn't that bad. She's not that good either. But those two little trolls, uh, Jack and... The funny thing about Jack, he actually does look like one of those lucky trolls that, you know, <laughs> if you just had him stand there naked, Ugh. he and Chunks... I'd have his... him stand next to a, uh, my bingo board naked so I can get good luck. <laughs> you should do that with Chunks because he's just a skinnier version of Jack Osborne with that, that man perm. By the way, we have those Chunks tapes coming up from Gay Days. Get to those in a little bit. But what's her name is um Kelly? Yeah, Kelly Osborne. I don't even remember. <laughs> Belly. She, Belly Osborne. Okay, that's her new name. She is a uh, princess of dark chocolate. She <laughs> she is uh <laughs> She's back in drug treatment apparently in Pasadena according to uh Us Weekly. Really? Now I guess that new album didn't do the trick. Well, they're speculating as to why she, her cause for a relapse and her listening to her new album was part of it. Or God, listening I really to, do suck. Or listening to the old one. Maybe she's doing like a back and forth thing. Like a remix of Papa Don't Preach. Maybe she just looked at herself in the mirror. Saw some gravy from her Salisbury steak rolling down her lip. All right. It could have been that a Florida-based radio show was making jokes about her last week. What what radio show wasn't making jokes about her? Ours were the funniest. <laughs> Thank you. What was the name of her album? <laughs> nothing. I'm wearing nothing or... Uh, sleeping in the Nothing. Ugh. Ugh. Actually, what I heard, she had, uh... She left the candy bar hidden at the old rehab center, so she wanted to go back <laughs> for it. I know I left a payday under my pillow. How could I forget it? And don't forget about the Skittles in the vent. <laughs> she just has, like, in my different areas. That's not fair. That poor girl's her, got a problem. Her uh, pillow's made of cotton candy. Hmm. Ooh, fluffy. 
she reached for a tampon. It was an elephant Vicodin. Or elephant tampon. <laughs> do they make those? I'm sure. I'm sure they have to do something with, when they're in the uh, the circus. Can't let that stuff go everywhere. Well, here's probably the main reason she's back on painkillers, if that's what it, it is. It's actually on. a mattress. She's probably on the painkillers because she's Kelly Osborne. Still. I would try to uh, medicate to forget that. And my parent my parents were Ozzy and Sharon. What I would do, I would uh, I would smack it up a little bit, you know, I'd do something that makes you thin. You know, if you're gonna do a drug and you're gonna have to go to rehab for it, you might as well do it something that's gonna, you know, thin you out a little bit. Like instead of Vicodin where you just sit there and eat. Now I don't know if she's doing Vicodin. Or, or whatever. Not. But you're saying... Whatever, painkillers. You're saying go mm. with a Coke or a heroin? Exactly. Something that speeds you up a little bit. No, not heroin, but like some Coke speeds you up. Is, are you trying to help? I mean, if you're going to, I'm saying. If you're going to, do it right. You know, if you're a fat chick... All right, let's, let's write her a letter. Dear Kelly. <laughs> Why don't you try Coke instead of painkillers? As a biggin, wouldn't you figure it'd be in your best interest... To lose weight while on the habit. She probably just snorts Coca-Cola. I swear I'm going to change the diet pretty soon. Like she's got intravenous, like a gravy. Brown gravy, not white, too thick. Actually, that was what's all over that uh, tampon. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> Pour this one out for Dimebag. Wasn't this a Sandman's theme? It's my theme. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'm El Jefe, that's J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Are we having our guest on, Tommy? Yeah, they're calling him now since I had to cover the board for some smoker. Idiot. What's wrong with you? Dubs, do you want children? Are you interested in children at all? Ah, uh, no, not really. I've uh, I've had less and less interest as the years go on. You know, like I always thought it'd be nice to have a baby, but I look at myself and my lifestyle and uh, how selfish I am to myself that I I'm not prepared for that. I think it'd just be wrong. I'm surprised you're able to keep a girlfriend. Really? Mm-hmm. How long have you and your chick been together? Uh, this fall is going to be four years. Really? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. So I I, I think she'd be a good mother. She you know hates what? children, too, though. I was going to say, I think you guys would be pretty good parents, because I would think that she'd be a really good mother, and you would have to be just the only kind of the dad who would just kind of be around to throw the football, and daddy's got a cool job, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean... But I, I, you know, I like to go. Well, maybe it might be good, you know. Then she has to stay home with the kids. I go out party. Right, that's and then not I come, usually. Then I come home drunk and tell her, make me some coffee. Right, that's not usually how it works, though. Really? Yeah. I'm using the baby formula as creamer in the morning. You can't trying to get. You can't do that, can you? Yeah, trying to get rid of the hangover. I'm liking this idea more and more. That's not how you. It's raise, a dream life. That's not how you raise children. That's not what a father is. You gotta be there, teach it right from wrong. Don't worry, I'm gonna be gone by the time he's five. Months? Probably. 
I guess you having a baby and then ditching. <laughs> no. How many no times? Way. You've done it already, what, three times already? Never. I don't have any kids. Hmm. All right. All right. Dubs, let's welcome in from nokidding.net. Mm-hmm. Um, Vincent Giaccio. Vincent, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, we're great, man. We were just talking, and uh, Dubs, my uh, my partner here, decided he doesn't want children. No, okay. but I'm, I'm warming up to the idea after thinking about it. Well, he thinks that being a father's full of uh, partying and things like well, that. Well, it keeps her... In the house of the children, I get to go party by myself. That way you can go see movies by yourself. Yeah, exactly. And she stays home with the kid. I've never, make your life easy. Yeah, I've never wanted children. So this, I see this, this nokidding.net, what you got going on here, and I'm digging it. Uh, specifically explain to everyone what's going on with your, with your group there. All right, well, uh, No Kidding is a social club. It's got 97 chapters right now worldwide, mostly in the U.S. and Canada. We've got a couple in England. We've got one in Australia, one in the Ivory Coast, and one in South Korea right now. And uh, basically the group was started around 25 years ago in Vancouver by a man named Jerry Steinberg, um, who realized that he didn't want children, and he was having some trouble finding you know, other friends and everything who were not you know, having their time obsessed with their kids and able to do stuff you know, at any kind of schedule or even at a moment's notice. So he founded this club to have other friends who did not have kids, um, just so they can hang out and do stuff with. And, right, there, uh, that's basically what this club is. There is an Orlando chapter, J-Dubs, and I say we really? join. For real. I think we ought to be a part of this. because yeah, it's, it's a pretty fun thing. It really is. Now, So basically, you guys, it's a, it's a club, nokidding.net, where everybody can get together, just people who don't have children, so they can just hang out, right? Yeah, basically. And that's don't have or want? Is that the thing? Is, do you not have to want them either? Um, no, there are some people who just haven't had them yet. Um, there are some people, like me, who have made a very conscious decision uh, not to have them. I mean, I myself had a vasectomy in 2001, so... Wow, damn, uh, going all the way. Good for you for uh, walking the walk, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had thought about it for a while, and, you know, I made the decision at 19, but I was like, you know, I'll give it a little more time. And when I finally had it done, I was 23, so... They allowed you to do it? I know they, they, won't, allow, they won't do it sometimes out of principle. Yeah, there are some doctors who really don't want to do it. A lot of them have moral reasons, and, you know, others are just afraid that, you know, five, ten years down the line, you know, you're going to come back to them and, and say that, you know, they were some kind of medical malpractice for doing something that you requested, even though, you know, even though you, didn't, you should have known yeah. all the risks. But, you know, when I went into the doctors, I was very lucky. First of all, I'm a New Yorker, so no. the doctors up here, they're a bit more likely to go along with it just because... You know, it's enough. It's just kind of a hardcore kind of place. But I went in there with like a four-page typed-up document outlining all the reasons I wanted it done. And what, so what are the, sorry, we're talking to Vincent Giaccio from uh, NoKidding.net. What were some of those reasons, like why you wouldn't, why, why children are no good? Because I think they're worthless. <laughs> well, it's it's a personal, yeah, it's a very personal decision. I myself knew from early on that fatherhood just wasn't something for me. You know, I, I'm the kind of person who wants the additional freedom, and you know. I need the time to myself. I need the ability to, you know, follow my career wherever it goes. And, you know, I've seen a lot of relationships where after, you know, in a marriage or whatever, they have kids, and suddenly, you know, the spouses don't know who they are anymore. They focus so much energy on the kid that they kind of lose touch with themselves. And, you know, a relationship is something that I take really seriously. I mean, I was, I, when I met my, uh, my current wife, we met in freshman year of college. We went out for almost 10 years before we got married. Uh, which we did a couple of months ago. So congratulations! How come we didn't get much. an invite? 
Um, uh, no, let me ask you. Let me ask you. You're talking about children, how evil they are, and I have to agree with. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm telling you, they're evil because they do really bad things in relationships. Um, when you uh, when you talk to other people who were in the group, like uh, you were talking about, people can get in. If they have a child or they accidentally get pregnant or something, do they have to get kicked out? Um, you know, it's it's something that has not come up, at least in the, in the New York chapter, from the best of my knowledge. I, I have a suspicion that if they were to have a kid, they would just kind of leave. But I guess technically, if, as soon as you are a parent, then you're really no longer eligible to, to be in the group. Right, what about these weirdos who treats their treat their pets like they were children, like dress them up in orange shirts or put them in devil costumes? <laughs> Because I mean, I've heard this uh, this idiot stuff is just out there. What about uh, what about these morons? Are they allowed in? No kidding. Because basically, they try to have a little mini child. I mean, technically speaking, as long as you're not a parent, you know, you can you can be a member of the group. I am Sadie's dad. But you know, it's you know, it, it takes all kinds to uh, to live in this world, I suppose. So you know, it's not something we'd automatically kick someone out for. Here's uh, Vincent. Here's the biggest reason that I hate children. Um, first of all, we protect them so much in this country from, uh, it's just, it's silly to me. But secondly, when you look at, um, how many people there are in this world, it's like, there's no reason for me to have a child. It's almost like a selfish reason. Like, I need to have this, I need to have a kid so that my life or my blood can be passed on. And, you know, and then maybe I have to have four or five children. So, you know, my family will be out there forever. Yeah, they kind of have your own immortality. Right. It's silly. Yeah, and who needs another ugly kid? <laughs> hey, come on. Why are you doing it? You got any you got any set up in China? You got any chapters there yet? No. I you know, it's it's one of those things where the That place is a whole chapter. It's twenty five years old now and for a while, up until like the internet boom of like the mid nineties, I don't think there were more than like probably twenty, twenty five, thirty chapters. Once the internet hit big, then it really started spreading like wildfire. Right. Um, I would not be terribly surprised if there was a chapter in China in the next five or ten years. That mm-hmm. would, I guess, depend on you know how hardcore the government wanted to be about that. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna... Well, Vincent, here's the thing, man. I'm I'm truly behind you in this movement. I'm going to join yeah. the Orlando or the Orlando chapter. I think you got a good thing going on there. Because um, children, they, they first of all, they don't deserve to be born. But secondly, <laughs> secondly. We um, we should do everything possible to keep more of them from coming out, and if people, that means joining your group, that I'm with you. Oh, thank you. Don't get me wrong. There there are some children that I you know I definitely like. I have cousins that are young that I that I definitely like them. It's just, Yo, come on, man. It's it, for me. It was personally just a, a lifestyle choice. Right, and we're accepting of all lifestyles in the hideout. Hey, thank you, Vince, and I appreciate that. No kidding. Dot net. Thank you very much for having me on, guys. You betcha. I mean it too. Hate kids. Obviously, he loves them. Little mongrels. Seriously, what's the kid? Go- At most, I think you should have one, maybe two, maybe two. Yeah, I don't see the point of having like these five or six person families. I've never seen that. You know, I've never seen you know why that would ever make sense. How about this? For a whole generation, we just stop having children. Everybody in the world. Can we do that? No, then it would be overkill. You think? Hmm. What's a way to eliminate the number of people? Well, just have, you know. Minimize. Yeah, just minimize the amount of kids you're having. But some people say that, look, here's the thing. I'm not for saying you can only have so many children, because, again, I'm for choice. I'm for encouraging it. 
Encouraging what? Uh, to uh, you know, you know, minimize your uh, the amount of children you have. I don't think you know you should have like a automatic vasectomy after you have two kids or something like that. But I think you know. What would you, you make do? It minimal. What would you do if your girlfriend came to you and said, "Jelly Roll Johnson, I'm pregnant." I'd probably end up welcoming it. Would you? Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it if it happens. Right. I I don't know what I would do. If I was on some one night stand, she said I'll have I am pregnant. Like, oh Jesus. Yeah, if it was a one night stand I'd freak out. I'd be, you know, talking her every which way I could and to try and have an abortion. When if I was when I was married and if my chick had come to me and said, Hey, I'm pregnant No thank you. Because children hold you. Can you imagine having a child in this business? Oh, it would be uh, insane. You know how much we move around? And you, you, all your, your ambition is then gone. Every two years. Oof. Two? Really? It is that way, isn't it? Yeah, it's been like that. It's two years before we get run out of town. <laughs> uh, boys, you got to go. <laughs> it's been a nice run. We'll Salespeople hate you. We'll see you later. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not, I'm gonna reserve, you know what, it's too early. Happens everywhere. I'm gonna be nice. It's too <laughs> early. It's too, too early. Bateman, you having children? I can't see you being a father. I think I'd either be like the greatest dad ever or like the worst dad ever. I don't think you would allow, here's the thing. You're the greatest pet owner that I know. So I think you'd be a good dad. I don't think that he, uh, you know, equates the same way as having a kid. That is true because it's more of a master, yeah. Apprentice type thing. I mean, it's easier to uh, discipline a dog without hitting it than it is to discipline a kid without hitting it. You know, a kid, if you yell at it, you know, sometimes they'll just keep on sticking their tongue out at you. You just want to grab them by the face and push them back in and slap them a few times. No kidding. I was at RDV today when I was working out and I was leaving. Yeah. And I saw this mother chasing this kid, like, down the hall, like, trying to grab this little toddler. And I'm thinking, oh. What an awful life. If I caught up to the kid, I'd punch him in the back of the head. You can do that, right? No. What? Not anymore. Can you punch a dog in the back of the head? Oddly enough, yes. Well, then why can't you do it to a child? Yeah. I say. You know who I think would make the best dad of all of us? Now that I think about it and look around? Chunks. For some reason, I think Chunks would be a good dad. It would be like my, to adopt. my two dads. And I still think he'd be the bottom in the dad relationship. Yeah, he'd be the one cooking dinner. With the apron. You should wear an apron from now on on the show. <laughs> Why? Why? They could look good on you. Ben, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Ben? What do you got, Ben? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, all right, listen. First of all, uh, having more than two kids in the family is a great thing. What? Yeah, because, all right, listen, you got one person living through their life getting experiences, right? Mm -hmm. You got three kids growing up together that are all doing different things. I mean, I've learned a lot from my brother's mistakes and my sister's mistakes, you know? Not just my own. On top of that, it promotes family unity, which helps you out later in life. Yeah, there is something to be said about family unity. Really? We never had it. That's what friends are for, though. That's what MySpace is for. That's that's who's going to take care of me in my old age, my MySpace friends. (laughs) See, no, I mean, like, you'll never have a friend like you have a brother. Never. Hmm. They'll never be the same. I have brothers, and I like J-Dubs more. 
I'm sorry, Ben. And speaking of MySpace, enough with the guys wanting to be my friend. Please, you know, chicks, Tommy. MySpace.com slash Tommy Bateman. I'm usually adding chicks at least like one or two a day. I keep getting these tarred guys with their shirts off. (laughs) Kyle wants to be your friend. Like, wow, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, there is this one dude with his shirt off who wanted to be my friend. I'm like, no. I I deny it. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm like, no, you got your shirt off. I'm not going to add a dude with your shirt off. Photoshop your shirt back on you, and then and then I'll consider adding. He's also like, we'll send messages beforehand, like, you should get hit in the nuts too with chunks. You're a pussy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna add you. Hmm. Yeah, that's someone you want seeing all your information. But I used to like scour MySpace for hot chicks in the uh, the area. I did too until I realized that they were all number two's friends. Yeah. Then I know they can just easily be in here, and I can add them that way. And they like chicks better than guys. You know what? That reminds me. I want to talk about something, but I don't know if we can. Uh, yeah, I think she said it was all right. <laughs> that she gets hotter chicks than we do. <laughs> Is that okay? We can talk about that? All right, we haven't talked about the fact, and I didn't really know that number two is uh, bisexual. Are you bi or are you a lesbian? What are you over there? I just think that you could look at a girl, like, it's different for girls. At least for me it is. I can look at a girl and be like, that girl's hot. I can be like... Yeah, I can make out with that girl. Have you done Have you done anything with a girl? All right, hold, we we got to take a break because I can see this going long. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll ask about next. Do you mind, Jay Dom? Oh, oh it's gonna that. go real long. Well, uh, what? I need to back away from the table. All right. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Is that the sound of it? Growing? We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Cafe and Dubs. Well done with the stuff we have to do. Oh, we gotta play Chunks' tapes. Yes, we have Chunks out at Gay Days over the Parliament House coming up. And uh, he did a little interviewing out there, talking to some dudes. Alright, nice. But I think they were all dudes. Not, not really quite sure. Alright, but first, we just found out that number two. Our uh, our intern is bisexual. That's so hot. Now, I, I guess I want to ask you. I, first of all, families listening, do they know? It's kind of <laughs> funny enough. It's kind of an on-running joke that I'm a lesbian at my house. Like, I think my mom says it like half-heartedly, like kind of like, haha. I have. A- like hoping you'll say no, mom. <laughs> I'm not. I like. Like I say that a lot. Like it, I have a boyfriend, and that like she knows and stuff like that. So like. I like the Swanson. I, I here's my here's my view is that like to be bisexual, I think that means you actually have to like like girls and guys. I don't like girls. I don't want to talk to them. I just want them to stand there and look hot. All right. So you're such a dude. You're just a dude over there, then. That's all you are. <laughs> all right, so how far have you gotten with a chick? You don't want to talk about it? No. Nice. All right, here. Let's do it like this, then. In lesbian, in the lesbian world, it's not the same as, like, the hetero world where it's a home run, is it? Or even, I guess, the I gate. think so. I think so. I think uh, a home run is, you It's know, just a triple, right? Kind of. I, I think a home run is a triple, but, like, you know... What I'm talking with right now is a home run, but, oh, right, fair but what I'm holding the mic with is a triple. Okay, fair enough. I got you then. That's a good way of explaining it. 
Yes, uh, chunks. Wouldn't maybe it's softball though? Wouldn't maybe like a device be uh, <laughs> no. considered a home run? I think a device is third, but whatever. So let's ask you, number two. When the game of softball, how far are you getting? I make quite a few home runs. Wow. Wow. Now have is it you fast pitched? Yeah, it's a fast pitch. Two questions: Were you hitting? Or uh, were you I was hitting all... and catching. Dang. And boom goes the dynamite. All right. Fair enough, then. So when you sit in the same room with such a homophobe back there in chunks... How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel a little awkward? No. Not really, because... Chunks is probably the same way I am. You know, he doesn't want he doesn't want Bisec- to talk to dudes. Bisexual? He just wants to bang them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. That's so true. Chunks, look over to number two and apologize for being such a homophobe. No. We can apologize to her. Are you a homophobe? I'm pretty girl. Skipping to school with my books. Yippity-doo. Um, no. I don't... I'm a pretty girl. Where did that drop I'm from? a pretty girl. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess now that it's officially out in the open, congratulations, I guess the hideout officially has added someone other than Chunks. <laughs> I'm not gay. Have you... Like, how's your family deal then? I mean, do you know? Do you? Can we get them on the phone? Do you want to you, tell? Do you want to? You can have my mother on the phone if you'd like. What about your dad? He's actually asleep already. He has to be at work at four in the morning. Wow, lucky guy. He wouldn't talk about it. He would like. My dad doesn't. Like, my mom wears the pants in the family. And my dad plays dumb at everything. So he doesn't know then. He would. Well, even if he the didn't roots. know. Even mom if he did know. Well, he did make fun of me the other day when the whole laptop thing happened in the porn. I, call, a- I called him the next day and he went, "Hey." By the way, the nice laptop. I was like, oh, this is totally uncomfortable. Your dad's asking you about your slap happy on your laptop? <laughs> yeah, it was very uncomfortable for me. So what do you prefer then, chicks or uh, dudes? Dudes. You do prefer dudes? Yes. Girls are, so they're, they're such high maintenance and they're so annoying. Tell me about it. Like, I just want Especially girls. Especially interns. Oh, I'm just kidding. Just I am high maintenance. Intern. I'm sorry. I'm totally a girl. Like, I'm such a girly girl, too, and I hate other girls. It's so funny. So, we need to find a name for out of this. Ellen. Hooch? Hooch? From... I'm not a slut. From, uh... A League of Their Own? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Marla Hooch. Marla Hooch. <laughs> You're evil. I don't want to call her hooch. <laughs> Say something mean to Dubs, so it's only fair. What? I don't have anything mean. I'm not a mean she, person. <laughs> she was a lesbian baseball player on on League of Their Own. What do you want from me? <laughs> That's funny. Just the fact that you know that. How do you remember that crap? I love that movie. I cried during it. Oh, shut up. What? Tom Hanks had a very powerful performance in that Is movie. that you, Grandma? Yeah, at the Walking end. Walking through at the end, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. In Cooperstown, which is a shame. Um, all right, so all right, what do you want to be called? Right, any of those girls that you brought in then? Mm-hmm. You brought in like three or four already. And have you been with any of them? Two of them. Ugh. What? I brought in three. That doesn't apply. We need some porn music or something. It's still... Wait, you brought in three what? STDs? All right. Behave over there. Those are her friends and apparently lovers. Mm-hmm. Which two? You don't have to say if you don't want. I know which two. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. 
Is it? Is, have you been with any of the ones that we were fawning over? Yes. What? Which one? The Gonorrhea. One the, come on. <laughs> the one in the boots. With the, the little skirt. The, the one? The one that we were going insane for? Yeah. Oh, chlamydia. Stop, chunks. You were with her? Yeah. In what way? Like every way? Yes. Home runs? Home runs. All right, now here's the question, J-Dubs. I gotta ask. I think they were even um, slightly together on Thursday night. <laughs> I don't, From what I, I heard about I don't want to. I don't want to know. In that, the hallway. Stop. Just stop. Just I, keep pushing. I don't want to. Just stop it already. I don't want to know. Yeah, me neither. Now I gotta go to the doctor again. <laughs> what? I don't know either. So you have been playing softball with some girls. <laughs> Let me ask you this: with the girl that we'd like to play ball with, Dubs. Let me ask you now. <laughs> Now that you've been, or now that you hear that number two has been with the chick that we think is insanely hot, could you follow number two? Yeah, I have no problem with that. Bateman, you hate following anybody. I would be afraid because what if it wasn't as good? Ooh, damn. Well, I don't care. But it's different. But it's it's completely different because it's you're playing different games. One's softball, one's baseball. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nah. you know you could jack the softball out of the park if you can even play baseball. <laughs> I don't know. We're so close to calling you Marla Hooch. you got to come <laughs> up with something different. Because everybody on here is chanting Hooch, Hooch, Hooch. <laughs> on the uh, radio hideout at AOL.com or Instant Messenger. All right, Aaron. Now I'm going to assume this is a chick. Says, I agree with number two. Girls are a pain in the ass to date, but they're awesome in bed. Mm, some. Yeah, girls, their headaches. So let me ask you. I love them. They're great to hang around with. They never cause any problems or anything. <laughs> Hi, oh. I say. Now let me ask you this, number two. I can't even. Ask, I don't even. An intern. I don't even know what we can or we can't ask you. You can ask her anything. You shouldn't have to answer. Yeah. All right. So don't answer if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Don't. You know. <laughs> Don't feel like we're forcing your hand at anything here. How good was the one in the boots? Amazing. Jesus Christ, that's what I'm thinking. Is she listening right now? I just text messaged her and I told her I'm really sorry. I saw her sign on the instant messenger. Did she? You know where I am then? She IM'd us a few days ago. I need that personal IM. Why? They were both foul. You don't like her? Are you talking about number two now? No. Why are Are you really friends with number two? Chunks? Am I friends with her? Mm-hmm. Mind her. You don't mind her? Yeah. You don't like her because she has boobs? No, not that at all. Isn't it kind of funny that uh, the two chicks come in he has a complete problem with, but all the dudes in the, on the Jedi Council he's cool with? Here in Emerald City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Friday nights. Well, I am completely surprised and uh, taken aback. Well, you know, here in the hideout, we welcome everybody. And I always said that I wanted a someone who is... Gay on the show. She's listening now. Lesbian. Bisexual. She is listening? Gonorrhea! Come on! Stop. Seriously, behave with that. Do you know if she heard what you said? That you guys were together? 
She probably heard now you're getting a text message, aren't you? I just feel so bad. Ask I her. outed my friends. Like, who does that? She already said that, you know. <laughs> she's under that persu- persuasion. It's fine. All right, I got her. I am sweet. And she goes, what's Chunks' problem? He's an ass. He really is. <laughs> Whatever. We apologize. Know, do you know how many times he's been called an ass? Wow, wow. I'm going to take that from her. You are. I bet you would take it from her. <laughs> yeah, hmm. obviously. Her legs are probably more wide open than an airplane. Hey, what? Just stop it already. Well, quit with the third grade zingers. Zinger, zinger. Your new queer friend chunks. Are they mad at you? No. For outing? No. Because they were probably. She even said it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Who else is mad? No, no one else is mad yet. My mom's probably at home stirring right now. Like, call her up then. Pacing around. Being now it all makes sense. Yeah, all those sleepovers. The loud sleepovers. <laughs> Watching a league of their own. Check out this this instant message. Chanting hooch, hooch, hooch. <laughs> oh, all right, so I'm getting word here that you two are in love. We're in love? I do love her. She said, number two loves me. I and, do. And I love her. Aw, I do. I love you, Stephanie. The hell? <laughs> hey, Toddley Hyde. Dubs, what are you thinking about this? You're very quiet over there. I'm trying to process it all. It, it, you know, I just, I never knew this about her, so I'm having a hard time trying to figure out why we didn't figure it out before. Hey, what about your other lesbian lover, though? And your boyfriend? <laughs> all right, you don't want, oh, God damn it, well, now we're up on a break. We got a towel. You, uh... You willing to share? Am I willing to share? Yeah. I, I'll share my boyfriend with Chunks. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? No. He's in. No, I'm not. <laughs> Why not? Because. Why not? Because I'm not gay. Stop. I'm not going to... Ew. That's so hot. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gay. So you wouldn't stare, uh, share Stephanie with a member of the staff? <clears throat> I'll share it with Erica. <laughs> the promotion's got us? Would you, right, so would you be jealous if she was no. with someone else? No. All right, if you had to pick her to be with anybody here on the show. I'm going to make enemies soon. <laughs> Are we? What? You say we're a dangerous path, Tommy? This is going to be weird. Mm. Why? She's just picking someone yeah. for a friend to be with. Mm-hmm. It's not like any of us will hate you if you don't pick us. <clears throat> right, I, I'd share with everyone but Chunks. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Like I'd want her. Yeah, you we already got, got you, enough trash at the house. You I don't already, need any more. You already got her boyfriend with you. Zinga! I say. All right, let's take a break. Well, hey, look, I'm happy for you. You, uh, if you two want to get married, I'm all for it. We'll send you an invite. I want to be at the party. Definitely. So how come you weren't telling us when she was here? Uh, I was telling Bateman. We were kind of busy. Bateman, why didn't you share? <laughs> why didn't you share? No reason. Yeah, because you wanted it all <laughs> for yourself, didn't you? It's time for a break. It is, actually. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. And why aren't you keeping us on time, Chunks? I'm, I'm trying. All this dude talk's got him all hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. Um... 
All right, Rebecca sent me something. I'm by, and what your intern said is so true. Some chicks can be so stuck on themselves, it's annoying. I don't know if I'm picky or what, but the person has to have certain aspects, otherwise I'm not interested. Is that tough for you being bisexual? Because it's like everybody, like potentially everybody could be attractive, dudes and chicks. And yeah, stuff. chunks. Is that tough? Yeah, no, chunks first, then number two. What? I I don't know. I mean, he, he, I, ooh, I, you find ooh. dudes attractive, don't you? I don't. How did this get started? All right, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll play your tapes from gay days. Hmm. I hate vagina. Did you go out there last night? Number two? I did. Who'd you go with? I went with a couple of girlfriends. I didn't go with the ones I was planning on going with, which made me sad. So I went with a bunch of straight girls. Are you? Uh, do you have it's a fan? Fun. Do you have a fantasy of turning them? <laughs> no. Really? It's hard to it's hard to like compare girls once you've had Stephanie. I mean, come on. She's so hot. All right, now she's the greatest girl ever. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I want pictures. City. <coughs> Stop. It's the Hideout World Radio. I want to. Welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe. It's me. That's J-Dubs over there. 407 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Bateman's producing. Chunks is manning the talk and roll controls. Is number two or number one here? Putin? I think he's outside eating a candy bar. Where? What a crew. He ain't playing. All right, he's eating candy somewhere. <laughs> and number two has just come out to the hideout. <laughs> can you get Stephanie on the phone? I can get her on the phone. Get her on the phone and talk to her. Hey. Uh, she just came out, number two did, and told us that she's bisexual. And has had uh, relations with a girl that we've had on the show before. In fact, you can see the girl on realradio.fm. Now, Chunks has a uh, a little segment coming up where he went out to gay days out of the Parliament House and took a uh, recorder out there and did some interviews. Yeah, we do have those tapes, don't we, Chunks? Uh, we should. I think Tommy's got them. Okay. Um, Jeff Arena, Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout on Hi, Poppy. Chunks, let's hook up. I want to be gay with you. I love you all so much. He wants you, Chunks. What do you think? I I don't know. I, no, why? No, no. No. I didn't say that. Senator Malik, you said, I don't know. No, I said, I don't okay. know. I'm going to put you on, okay? <laughs> you don't know if you just, want just listen him? To the phone, okay? Her? No, okay. I All don't. Right. Right, is this Stephanie? All right, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Stephanie, sweetie, welcome Stop back to the hideout. Come on. Stop, Chuck. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. So do you mind that number two just added you? I guess you added yourself when you were in here on Thursday, right? Yeah. All right, keep it clean, but you know you two, I guess you two have been together, right? Yeah. How how many times did you say that you two have been together? Over the years, I don't think I can count. Really? God yeah. damn! We've been friends for a long time. All right, tell me about the first time it happened. Was it was it something accidental where the two of you looked into your eyes and <laughs> you, you said this is just something that we should experiment with, or... Um, I'm all about friends with benefits, and, uh... Can I be your friend? Well, oh, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second. With girls. With girls. Yeah. 
What about dudes? With dudes, not so much. Yeah, you, you prefer you prefer being with uh with the. What about male models? Stop. They're not attractive to me. Uh, right. You're out, Bateman. <laughs> so here's the Sorry. thing. So you two were together for the first time. I, who's who who takes control? Well, I'm the aggressive one. Whoa. If I want something, I go for it. Damn. Um, so you're usually in charge then when the two of you are together? Always. Damn. <laughs> Uh, uh, is is number two your only um, partner? Or you got a lot of partners. Gee, Shaka, what's she gonna answer? I've uh, I have a few, not um, as constant as her. She's pretty much my constant girl. Any guys? Any guys? Yeah. Sometimes. I bet you don't have a regular one. No. All right, so we're just. This is uh, Stephanie, number two. That's a shame. She sounds very lonely. Who came in the other day? RealRadio.fm. You can see pictures of her. And now we are founding up. Now, when I asked number two, when I asked Steph or Stephanie if you were the only one, you sadly pouted your lip and shook your head no. Yeah. You, you're a little. I don't like sharing. You you little jealous. Um, I'm not really jealous, because clearly, um... You can't control Stephanie. She's in her own world. Well, yeah, but she always comes back to me, so clearly I'm better than the rest of the girls. Exactly, exactly. And that's all that matters, as long as she knows she's the best. God Absolutely. Damn. All right. Well, hey, I thank you for sharing. I, uh, no I pre- problem. I appreciate Bye, Stephanie. that. Yeah, see it's not all she likes to share. What does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. We obviously <laughs> know she likes other girls. She likes to share crabs. Come on. What? <laughs> What? Can you honestly tell me that I'm wrong? He Take it like a man, so did I. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that one. That one's coming out of the archives. I don't think so. I think she's fine. Right. All right, Rebecca's asking me, have you ever been with a bi girl before? No. I will be, though. That's a goal of mine. That and seeing the paycheck of a professional athlete. Those are the two things I want to do before I die. Hopefully in the same night. So you're hoping for like a WNBA player? <laughs> Some bi girl with a big uh, sports paycheck? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of those chicks in the WNBA are hot. No, they're all dudes. Shut <laughs> up. You're an imbecile. <laughs> what was that movie where... uh Joanna Man? Yeah. It's funny. Hey, let me ask you this. We got a picture up on realradio.fm of uh, Putin's chick, the other intern. Would yeah. you would you be with her with uh, his chick? I don't know her. Like based on looks, she's really really pretty. Yeah, that was so really based on looks, looking. yes. It's based based on, on looks, but I'm because like I said before, like I'm not really into like like a. I don't want girls to talk. Like if their personality. She talks, seems like a talker. <laughs> Yeah, she kind of seemed like she'd be like a talker. I don't want you to talk. Just shut up and look good. <laughs> yeah, Putin's shaking his head like, yeah, she talks too much. She's annoying. That's what he just said. She's annoying. He said, say on the air, my girlfriend's annoying. <laughs> so I did. All right, Dubs. Hey, look, we just learned something about our interns. Marla Hooch. <laughs> you really need to come up with something different. Otherwise, this one's going to stick if you don't. You're gonna I be- picked Slap Happy. Come on. Hoochie Coochie. La la la. Um, 
Hooch it is. Marla Hooch. But you never know. Hooch could mean like hoochie. Hooch. Can we just drop the Marla part? I'll take Hooch. <laughs> you want to just call it Hooch? All right, Hooch. All right, now we have names. Now i got to get out of calling them number one and number two. I know. You still call uh, number one number Putin. Yeah. You kind of combine the two. Your number Putin. And number Hooch. And your number Hooch. Congratulations. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Chunks, do we have these gay day, uh, the audio? Yeah. All right. We'll yes, do we it. do. How many clips do we have? Uh, I think there's about six. Of you going out to uh, the Parliament House last night for the fun party? Yeah. All right. This should be a lot of fun. Take a break. We'll come back. Gay friendly hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, here's a... Uh... And I kind of feel bad. Why? Well, apparently there was an issue that, came, that arose out of the last segment or so. What was the issue? I don't want to say who, but apparently... Uh... Dust the angel off your shoulder. Let's go. No, somebody got upset with number two. Yeah, chunks. Um, <laughs> apparently, someone, uh, I'll just say someone in the family of uh, number two isn't so excited. Actually, weeping. Uh, isn't, I guess that intern hooch is, uh, is bisexual. Did we cause some problems? My mom's not too thrilled. It's your mom? Yeah. What? I thought you, you said had... that she knew. It. I don't think she wanted me. Indirectly, probably. It's not something that I should have said on the radio. She, her friends listen. She listens. My family listens. It's. I'm not. Here's the thing, though. Here's. Hold on. I. I want to make a point here, though. What is the big deal? Exactly. It I, doesn't really make a big difference in the I, world. And I genuinely mean this from the bottom of my heart. I don't know if your, your mom's listening right now or if her friends or any family are listening. But look at number two, Hooch, as we like to call her. And look at her the way you've always looked at her. And then maybe she does something that you don't do. Like but, play softball. But how is that? how does that make her any different? I don't think she's so upset. Like, if I came home and said, hey, mom, this is my new girlfriend, like, she would not be upset about that because my mom's totally but cool with that kind of stuff. now that you say it on the radio, it makes the it... The fact a... that I look like a, a slut. <laughs> How does that make you look like a slut? You have... You've said you are with one girl. Yeah, you got one love. One love, baby. <laughs> well, you guys said you love each other. That's beautiful. Nothing about being a slut. And here's the thing that I hate, too. I hate that there's this such a... Uh... This, like, sexual... People are so afraid sexually of stuff. If you're a gay man, you're creepy. If you're a gay girl or bi girl, you're a slut. That's is, that, it is. is that what they say? Yeah. I mean, that's the stigma that comes along with it. thought every girl was a slut. <laughs> well, it's tough to argue. All right, now Matt Albert is saying he's producing. He says, get her mom on the phone. Go for the gold. Grab the brass ring. Do you think your mom will come on the air? I can call and ask. 
Please do. She's a little upset right now, so there are no promises. <laughs> now, she doesn't have to. Again, that's why we go by fake names in the hideout, all right? Hooch. That's why we come up with different names. That's why you're known as intern number one or number two, whichever one you are. Yeah, we just, you know, so, like, things like this don't get in the way. Because here's the thing. I would love for tonight on the radio for a mother and a daughter to make out. No. What's uh, wrong with you? Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to grab that brass ring. That no, that's the wrong ring. Wrong ring. Uh, oh, yeah, that ring starts with a C. Stop. I would love for you guys to work this out on the radio, obviously, being selfish. But it is true. I would love that. I'll give her a call. We'll see what happens. I think. Just, Trump... Can you promise to be nice to her? She's a really oh, of awesome course. Person. Well, first of all, here's the thing. Here's one of my here's one of my rules in life, and I swear to you, I I don't mind if someone hates me, but I hate for their parents to hate me. Like Absolutely. when I was when I was growing up as a kid. Yeah, you uh, always sucked up to the parents, even though if the kid was a douchebag. Yeah, because you know, and here's the biggest reason why. My dad would always, or my mom would always ask like the parents of the kid that I stayed over with how uh, I behave. Yeah. And if I got a bad report, ooh, ooh yeah. I would get a beating. So I'm very respectful to parents. I'd get a it wasn't so stare. much you I was referring to as this one back here. Chunks? Chunks, keep your mic I'll off. Be nice, I'll be nice to her mom. Her mom's probably a really nice person, and I have nothing against you. It's your whore friends that I don't like. <laughs> That's really the only problem it is. I'll be more than nice to your mom, okay. absolutely. Well, I'll be very respectful, but I, would, I think she should talk it out with us. And with you. Get her on the phone. Let's try to make this happen. I'd love for it to. John, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going, guys? What are you up, How's it going, guys? Good, man. We're good. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I love your show, First Time Caller. Thanks, bro. Uh, I can tell you from a single guy perspective with no kids, it's a wonderful thing. But when you got kids yourself, it's a different thing. You know, you always follow the concept of Adam and Eve. And to this day, we have so many, you know, Adams and Adams and Eves and Eves. It's not a really big thing by society, but parents are old-fashioned. Yeah, you think it's some... Now, let me ask you this. Do you think, John, with, the, like, the next generation and as people become more accepting, it won't be such a big deal to parents anymore? Or will it still be a big deal? It'll still, It'll be, still a big deal. be a big deal. You always have that, that closet person that's not going to want to listen to it, who doesn't care. I'm from New York originally, and I'm, yeah, I used to hang out in the village. You know, I'm married. I have four kids, but I don't have a problem with it. If that's what floats your boat, then hey, jump on it. Yeah, you know, and I, God damn, John, I wish more people were like you. Thank you, brother. You know, a lot of people are fine with it until it's their kids, though. I Which was, is the oddest thing in the world to me. I really wouldn't care if my no. kid was uh was Mo or not. Wouldn't matter. I would. To me. I would give him the same birds and bees talk that I'd give him if he was a straight kid. Mm-hmm. You know, there'd be no difference. You have to. Yeah. Birds and birds. Or bees and bees. And but what, you know. Yeah, whatever. Why do they call it the birds and the bees anyway? How stupid is that? Where'd that come from? Sure. Number two. Because none of them procreate like us. All right, it's not going to happen. What'd you say? Apparently it didn't go well. Look, here's all I'm saying. And I, tru- I truly mean this. Um, For any parent out there. I just don't, I don't see it mattering. Maybe I don't have a kid. If, yeah, I guess. What if you found out Sadie Lou? I, I think she swings a little bit. My little cat. Hmm. I think, you know, she likes the... Uh... All right, stop. <laughs> All right, you know what people are saying? I guess this still is a big deal. 
very. I, you know, I guess it, I just to me it seems. Well, let me tell you one thing. Uh, when I was home, probably like two years ago for Christmas, uh, the at the table somehow gay marriage came up, and my mom herself said, "Don't they have enough?" What? And she didn't find anything wrong with it. And that's the, just that generation. With her saying that? Yeah, she she didn't find anything wrong with her saying, don't they have enough? Black people? No, stop. I'm, I'm sure, sure she feels the same way yeah, about that. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt your mom feels the same way about that either. Well, number two, I didn't want to cause any trouble for you. I just It's okay, we'll live. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. Think of all the awful things that are going on in this world right now. Just think about it. Wars, famine. And your kid being happy is the one you're the most pissed about. Odd, huh? There is a pretty white girl missing, though. It's odd that if it don't make you happy, it shouldn't make your kid happy. That is true. Wow, Dubs, you actually put that really well. Thank you. I'm, I'm sometimes able to put a nice little bow on it. Pack it away. Nice little retarded package. Ship it off from the North Pole. We'll take a break. We'll come back. See those chunks tapes at Gay Days. All right. Matt Albert says that his cat Penelope is definitely gay because she's a little too close to his mom. That's just freaky. That's just wrong on so many levels. Cause I've seen your mom. <laughs> Take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch. Damn, we're running late, Chunks. What the hell? What's your problem, man? It's not. Why'd you do that? I can't believe we say these tapes for this long and this late in the show. I know. But oh well, those of you tuning in during this, the 10 o'clock hour, hanging all the way through the show, you get a little treat. Chunks, chunks at, out of gay days. Yep, chunks of gay days. Over at the Parliament House. Yeah. So you went out for foam night last night, right? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a foam party night last night. I guess it was a big foam party at um at Parli- eleven o'clock at a Parliament House. Yeah, Parliament House on OBT. So you took the uh, the recorder, took the mini disc recorder. Yeah, decided you would chat it up. Yeah. So what happened? Um, actually, it was a pretty interesting like uh, little vibe. You, know, you, you you go there and have you been around many gay people or at least a big collection of gay people before? Not a big collection, but I got a few gay friends and stuff, so like I'm not like all against it, you guys say, but I mean, I've never been in like a big group li- like that. So at first, did you like it? Did you feel comfortable? At first it's a little intimidating, but I mean, like you go in there and you have a beer or two and then you know, you're like it's not so bad. Everyone's just kind of trying to have a party. You yeah, know? people just trying to have fun. Yeah, have a good old time, you know. And everything adults. Yeah, everyone was very nice and, you know, and cordial. They didn't mind me approaching them. All right, so this is so who Wow, they're like straight people then. Yeah. Hello. They actually accept you a little bit more. Yeah. So who did you uh what's this first clip that you have? The first clip that um 
The first clip that I have, we met uh, two, I actually ran into two listeners who I guess uh, listened to the show. So, uh, you know, that was kind of interesting. What? Yeah, two two listeners that listened to the show. Like, I uh, told them who I was, and uh, they got really excited, and they started asking me questions. And uh, this next one is actually uh, about a question about something that we do on the show. So... No, I, I didn't know what the, the, the chair thing was. Yeah, you know? the chair shots. Yeah, the chair shots. Yeah. But they hit you in the ass? Yeah, they hit me in the ass with the, uh, the chair. Right. It's quite painful because they actually... I bet. They don't hold back and they keep doing it. They hit me like five times in the ass. How the hell did you run into this guy, John? <laughs> Just walking around. Just walking around. It's cool you recognize me. Well, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he was a clear channel. I, I thought you were actually picking him up. I thought you were picking him up. Yeah, he's directly picking him up. I've been with this guy 13 years, and I never known him to talk to somebody in a gay bar. I'm honored now. Especially so ugly. Somebody's so ugly, right? You fit right in, Dubs. Hey. He called you Dubs? Yeah, I guess he thought it was Dubs. It was actually a couple. Did you correct them? Um... Did you just let them think that they had met J-Dubs the gay days? Oh, you know. I may have let it slide for a few minutes. It was actually kind of funny. And he kept calling me in the clip. He kept calling. He's like, oh, how'd you find this guy Dubs to his partner? And I was like, that's so funny. That's so I was like, hey, I'm, I'm glad you guys recognized me. And then, you know, he's just he's like, oh, you fit right in, Dubs. Like, oh, thanks a lot. And so they think I'm some ugly guy out of gay days. No. No, not at all. No, I corrected him afterwards. Didn't you eventually tell them what dubs look like? Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get those down. Uh, didn't get that that no. audio because uh, there was actually a lot of cussing right. kind of in the background, and it was just not worth trying to do it. But yeah, I I told him he goes. So what does dubs actually look like? Then I was like, he's very tall. He's, he's got he's got piercing blue eyes. You know, and I, I said it like that, and the guy goes, well, he sounds actually kind of attractive. Then I mean, I like his voice. His voice is really hot. And I was like, oh, yeah, you well, know. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I appreciate that, dude. Because if there's anything that Dubs has, it's a great voice. You're goddamn right. <laughs> so what's the next clip out at Gay Days, Trunks of Parliament House? Uh, well, the next clip I found out in the in the back that I guess there's these porn star appearances. And there's these, like, porn stars, like, just sitting there. And first off, you go back there. And it's, it's a little awkward because you see, like, uh, magazines of stuff that you didn't think could be done with yourself. But I guess I guess it can, and I'll tell you off there. But this next one, I actually met a porn star, and uh, the question I asked him was uh, basically what he thought what, what he thought of me. We have, like, that, uh, that like, business suit type guy thing. I'm imagining, like, the, what scenarios can you be placed in? What scenarios can I be placed in? Give a scene, like a scene in a movie. What would I be good at? <laughs> okay, think, think about, like, one of the, like, like uh, what, Jeremy uh, Irons. Curly hair like you, but, you know, he had, like, the, um, I feel like the mustache thing going yeah. on or something. But, like, you, like, you know, so it really just depends upon, like, you know, uh, how you are in action. So, like, you know, if you're able to, like, to perform, uh, shoot well, you're happy with it. I'm not, I'm not that good. Don't play, don't give yourself the credit you deserve. No, I don't deserve any. No, you deserve more than you're letting on. Seriously, I haven't gotten anything in two and a half years, so I'm doing something wrong. All right, so now you're telling, so now he's picking up on the dude. Trying so now to you're giving him the sad sack story. Yeah, you're telling the gay porn star how you haven't gotten any, trying to like, yeah, sad sack it. Well, he's very, actually the guy is very nice, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know. I was, sad, sad sack to get a nice happy sack. Nice sized? 
He was a very, he was a very cool guy. He's very nice. Like I think I did real well there because you know I'm like going around and I'm not really trying to hit on people, but you know I think I think well, you rounded about R. In a roundabout way, you are. You think? I was just asking him how I would do in a movie. I'm a dirty slut. You know, I was just asking for curiosity because I got an open mind. You're curious. Yeah. Have, have you, you ever seen... open mind or? Hmm. Stop. That's good enough. <laughs> so both of you going for it. Uh, no, no, first of all, I know you're homophobic, so I'm very proud of you going out. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're actually... Now, are the, is this the same guy that's on RealRadio.fm, the guy you're yeah, chatting with? Yeah, and I actually got an autograph uh, yeah. from later on. You get to hear a little bit from that. Uh, How gay are you? All right, let's take a break. Hold on a second. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Uh, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's good to see word of the show is spreading. It's uh, chunks. Apparently. So is number two's friend's gallery. All right. Uh, that's enough. That's absolutely enough. I'm serious. Yes, number two. Or uh, Hooch. My MySpace views just went up about 300 in the past 20 minutes. Congratulations. Now that people have... Now um, you guys change it to Hooch. Yeah. It's no longer intern number two. Hooch. Was it mostly your mom checking? Like, how did mm-hmm. I figure this out? Thank God she has an idea what MySpace is. Mm. It's not porn, yeah. Mom. Right. Well, a few women. There's some. Um, just a place where hookups happen. All right, Chunk, so you went out to uh, Gay Days, or at least to Parliament House last night for the phone party. Yeah. And right now you're in the middle of chatting it up with a gay porn star? Yeah, I'm in the middle of chatting with a gay porn star. Um, actually, he's a pretty big dude. Very... Aren't, aren't there pictures of him on RealRadio.fm? Yeah, RealRadio.fm, there should be a couple pictures of me talking to him. Um, the second part, um, I'm still talking to him in this uh, next clip. Uh, I get along the lines of more asking him like a little bit more about how I would be perceived by, I guess, the uh, homosexual community. So here's this one. You think I could actually turn somebody on though? Or? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Really? Yes. Big hairy guys? Oh, hairy as hell. Really? Yeah. I can't grow hair. I like it. Like you have a, you have a huge uh, like like you call spirit like if you're hairy that's a spirit type. Yeah. Like yeah, like you have huge, 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 huge. So I'm a big bear. I know it. Well, no, you're not a no, you're not a big bear. You would be like a cub. Oh. And so, like, and, 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 like a lot of people like cubs. Well, that's cool, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Can I get an autograph? Damn, yeah, man, you got strong hands. You do. I feel awful now. I'm weak. I'm like weak. I say it's empathetic. Okay. Whoa. What? So you like his grip, huh? Well, you know, he had a strong arm, man. What are you going to say? You know, he's a big guy. All right, there's actually a picture of... um. On RealRadio.fm of what he autographed for you, right? Yeah, yeah, there should be a picture of it. Two Chunks, the future performer of the year. Yeah. 
What, whatever that means. Adam. All right, and this dude does not look at all like how he sounds. No, I know. He looks like a big, like, massive, like, you know, he's ready to whip some ass. You know, he's a big sound guy. like we got a little boy crush going on back there. No, man. He, no, not at all. He's just a cool guy. You know what I mean? He's very nice. You know, he answered my right. questions. If you were to swing that way, would he be the type of guy for you? If I was to swing that way? Yeah. I don't know. I was like littler kind of guys. I mean, if I was gay, all right? If I was gay, I'd like littler... Whatever, man. I'm trying to be an adult here. You don't need to laugh. <laughs> Apparently, they have a name for um, like the smaller porn boys. Uh, I believe they're called uh, uh, Tweaks. Chunks. I think, I think they're called Tweaks. Chunks? No. I'm not... In all right, you know what porn. the saddest picture is on here on RealRadio.fm? Chunk standing all alone. There's one of him just standing all alone looking at everybody having fun with his colored hair. Mm. And surprisingly enough, um, the next conversation is, of course, by myself. Much much in the same lines as me talking to the cur- uh, curtain at uh, the Porno Dan party when we had in D.C. So now you're here alone drinking at the uh, Parliament House? Yeah, the next one is just me uh, kind of... I guess just being belligerently drunk and uh, putting on putting on the tape recorder. Okay. This is Chunks checking in from the par- Parliament House. It's a beautiful day, night in Orlando. I had a little bit to drink. I was out here earlier checking in, going to gay days, talking to people. I got to say, I really enjoy it. I've never been complimented so much ever before in my life. A lot better than stupid hoes talk to me. And you know what? It's kind of nice getting a compliment every now and then, telling me I'm not so fat and I got potential. You guys don't see that I got potential, but I obviously did. Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't know what, what that was. He was just kind of pointing at me and stuff. All right, I gotta go get another beer. I'll check back in later. Bye. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I guess I was just. Uh, so you'd had a little bit to drink then, huh? Yeah, I had a little bit to drink, and it, it's a uh, real, real strange kind of like when the bartender gives you your change back. He kind of like rubs his hand up against your hand, like as he's like giving it back to you. You kind of dig that, don't you? Ah, uh, no, man, it's not, you know. Not, uh, you don't mind contact so much, do you? Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, I'm gay. No. I mean, you know, it's cool, man. I was in their venue. You know what I mean? I what was, do you mean in their venue? I was in a different venue. You know what I mean? And you, you know, are, I'm gay. Earlier in the show, you said you were on their turf. And that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be polite. You know, I had a good time and I enjoyed myself. I'm not you. You're. Trying to make me look like I, I'm saying I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. You know, well, it was a lot of fun. I don't think you. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, a lot a of fun, fun time with a lot of fun people. Yeah, dude, the people were really cool. You know, laid back. They're, everyone was very nice and open. You know, and you could talk to them about whatever. Yeah, I'm gay. Mm. All right. Okay. This next clip. Uh, I approach. I guess you can see the pictures in uh, RealRadio.fm, but I approach a rather large-looking woman who <laughs> I'm really not sure was a woman. And um, I, I, 
I really wanted to breach the question, but I had to cut it into two clips. The first clip is me just kind of getting warmed up, assing um, him, maybe slash her. Uh, did you hear him say assing? Yes. Asking um, <laughs> about about myself. And... Wow, if there were ever something so Freudian. Yeah. All right. Now, they tell me I'm very hideous looking on my show. Am I, <laughs> am I bad looking? Are you lying because I of the tape recorder? No, I swear to God. You keep everybody keeps. I ask everybody every blinks every time I ask it. I didn't blink. No. Do I have a? You think I need to get in shape more though? Be honest. You be honest with me. As far as what? I got a pretty fat body. Let me see your stomach. Uh, please don't. Oh, well, if you want to. <laughs> it's bad and hairy. Oh, well, you could do a couple crunches. Yeah. <laughs> you could stand a couple crunches. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I've been trying every day, but I get lazy, and that's my problem. You can. Yeah. So. You have a nice little conversation there. Yeah, well, I admit, like, kind of from a distance, you know, it's very hard to tell, and, you know, you get a little booze in you. Very hard? <laughs> to tell. Huh. Yeah, very, very hard to tell. You get a little booze in you. And um, this next one is the uh, the next one's the final one, and I kind of work up the courage to ask her about herself, but it what gets to the K. Kinda. What happened? No, you keep saying ass. Ask. Keep ask. I said ask. You can mm. clearly hear the click in the K. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you? Just ask. say that from now on. Hmm. All right. So you asked uh, this dude. Well, yeah, I um. And it gets very nervous. It gets very, like, douche chill because I'm trying to ask her what sex she is, and I'm just getting very uncomfortable. Uh, all right, let's hear it. Now, like, a lot of people know they, like, dress up and stuff. Like, <laughs> it's hard to tell, you know, like, people are, like, men or females or... I get that all the time. Do you? People think you're a man or a woman or what? Well, I am, I am a transsexual woman. Are you transsexual? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. You like better as a woman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. I mean, the best of both worlds, it can't be that. But do you like guys or girls? Or both? Both. Really? That's pretty cool. What do you prefer? A girl does something for me and a guy does something for me. I tell you what, you're very attractive. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Definitely, you really are. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you had me fooled. I didn't know. Really? Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I appreciate the interview. Thank you very much. Anytime, sweetheart. I uh, think Chunks is turning a corner here. I forgot to cut that last part out of of that. Okay. So you, it does seem as if going out to the Parliament House last night has helped you, because never before would I have known Chunks to tell a transsexual that they that they were you were attracted to her. She did look like a girl, and I told you, you know, I had a lot of beer in me. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm. You know, I think is that her name? No. Uh, if okay. she had asked you, or if she had offered some sort of favors, do you think you would have? I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't think I was that drunk. I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna say because you know, beer does a lot of crazy things to you, and there's a lot of stuff you do when you're really lit that you don't think you'd do. I don't think I'd, you know, go all the way, or even. <laughs> but make know. out would be fine. No, you know, I, I, I doubt it. I don't know. You know, I, beer really does affect you. In a, in a like crazy way. It's the beer. Yeah, basically. Not beers. Beer. You gotta understand. From a distance, it looks like a girl. It, it has breasts and you know and hair. Beer smelled pretty. <laughs> Did it? But you knew it was the dude. Yeah, I think. 
I'm really not sure. I would, figured it out. Would you rather not know? Ooh. Yes. If anything ever happened, you just you just don't. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. I don't think. Huh? Hey hey hey! I don't think. I'm proud of you. It seems like you've turned some sort of a corner. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. You know, it was a lot of good time. Did you feel comfortable out there at the Parliament House? Actually, I did. I felt very very comfortable out there. I felt very laid back. You Do know? you feel more comfortable at a place like that, or whenever we go out like on a Friday or a Saturday night? Oh, you know, man, I I have fun wherever I I try and have fun wherever I go. You know, as long as there's booze, yeah, I'm happy. I have a good time. So if it's booze and dudes, it's cool. <laughs> well, you know, it's not like my most preferable thing, but I mean, you know, it ain't so bad as I thought it would have been. You know, that's all I wanted to know. See, I I knew this would change you for a lifetime. I know. You changed me for a lifetime. Uh, you you are more relaxed now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a little Mark, bit. It's a good time. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. More of the hideout. More of the... Yeah, kind of the uh, new chunks. Between chunks and hooch. Hmm? No, nothing. No, no nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. Mm. <clears throat> all right, caller um, didn't want to go in the air, but someone wanted to know... If you were in prison, chunks, would you would you be with a dude? If ah, you if you were life in, in prison, if you were in prison, I don't never have a chance of getting out again. So like nobody would know. You uh, mean like I'd be dead and nobody would know? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe I don't. You know that's that's a crazy question to ask. That's just a very strange question to ask. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. You know, I don't doubt it. You know. You don't doubt it. I don't know, man. I don't really think about this stuff. Who thinks about stuff like that? Mo. No. Yeah, Mo. all right. Putin. You had a question, Putin? Oh, oh, you think about that stuff? Were you the caller? I guess Mo. he was. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Chunks his life. Let him live it. Huh? Yeah, I'm gay. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Keep looking at these pictures of Putin's chick on RowRadio.fm. Nice. She came into the studio on Friday night. You, you see how she didn't come actually into the studio, though? She kind of stayed on the other side of the glass from us and yeah. the Jedi Council. I don't blame her. She did come up and, uh, afterwards and shake my hand. That's right. I had a great view, especially of her ass. She was cute, man. You're an ass man, huh? Yeah, I like an ass. Just an ass. Did she Did she say anything about us, Putin? Your chick? Um, I don't think so. Really? I think she said you were all very nice. You seemed very nice. Yeah? Yeah. Chunks was quiet. I think you guys were very nice. Hefe seemed very polite. Is that really what she said? Uh, Something like that, yeah. she say anything about letting me put it wherever I want it to? The politeness? Yes. 
That's what we're calling it now. I think she said you could be polite wherever you wanted to. Perfect. Hot. Perfect. Wait, I think I missed something. No, you didn't. You're just A-OK. Oh, my cell phone's ringing. Hmm. Yeah. That's so hot. My neck hurts. Did I tell you why? No. I got into a fight over the weekend. Oh, I think oh, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, we mentioned it. Whose weekend was it? All right, so here's the thing. Let me say this. Let me preface this with a big fat I'm sorry to Dan Stone. When we moved here, Dan Stone, our uh, APD and the guys that's in charge of a bunch of stuff here at Real Radio, mm-hmm. said, hey, I play basketball with some, uh, some of my buddies on Sunday, and... You know, you play ball, won't you come out and shoot some hoops? Don't apologize to him, because I warned him about you. I told him, you are a loose cannon on the court, and you get in all these stupid fights over nothing. No, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't. It never my- is. You're the only guy I know that gets in fights all the time on the court, though. I don't, man. You do, all the time. How many fights? You know what? That That's the only time you ever get in a fight is when you're on the court. Look, here's the thing. This guy. Mr. Sunday Afternoon. That's what Chunks calls uh, most of his dates. Was just being an ass, calling fouls, bitching about fouls, this and that. And I told him to shut his mouth. I go, I know who you are. People complain about you all the time when you're not here and they goof on you. Just shut your mouth already. Let's play ball. And then he starts talking about how great his game is and I can't back it up with my game. And it's just back and forth drawing. And I was I was ready to knock him out, but for the but you can't but for the fact I've never been in a fight. <laughs> so why do you, why do you put yourself in these positions where you are about to get into a fight when you've never fought before? Because I'm a good talker. You should. You're seen gonna me. get knocked out one of these times. You see me though. I was drawing. You're gonna get your ass knocked out one of these times. You get hit in the jaw. Yeah, your what? jaw's gonna be wired shut. I know how to talk enough trash and then pull back. No, you don't, because I've seen people getting held back from punching you in the nose. Yeah, I remember that one time about the St. Pat spat. Yeah. I almost got into a fight, and then I went out, and, <laughs> kick, and you kicked my ass for Ryan Fez. Remember that time you were saying stuff about uh, people on air, and then as you, me, and Dubs were walking out after the show, we saw someone standing out front, and you ran to the elevator... And it turns I out this. it was just uh, our friend Laszlo standing out there. Oh, you were talking smack on the air, and then we... Uh, he was left. saying something about... Well, some guy wanted to come kick our asses. He likes... He, he said something about, like, I like goth chicks, I just don't like fat ones with the belly hanging out. And someone's like, screw you, blah, blah, blah. And really? then, uh, yeah. Actually, I think it was Mix Loco. Wait, what did he say? I like a fruity drink. Stop. Oh. <laughs> come on already, man. That's just stupid. Look, here's the thing. I apologize to Dan. I felt bad. But this guy had to be put in his place. He's a big talker. I said, I'm not going to take it. You can't be fighting with our boss's friends. Yes, I can, and I did. You aren't allowed to play anymore, then. I don't I'm think taking I... your ball away. Actually, it was sad, because afterwards, I took my ball and I walked. I went home. I did. You were up. You were mad, so you took your ball and went home? I figured it'd just be best for me to leave and defuse the situation. Oh, so he stayed and played and you left? Actually, I ended the games for the day. Everybody decided, ah, we're done for today. So you're a little tizzy. I didn't start it, dude. That douche started it. He's an ass. He thought it was game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. It is tonight. I wonder who's winning. Yeah, find that out for me. Hey, if they made a music video out of it, I think it would sound sort of like this. 
I was going to punch him in his big fat jaw. No, you weren't. You're right, I wasn't. But I was going to talk to him, make him think I was. <laughs> but stop. Everybody was having fun, letting him do whatever he does because they know him. They know he's just a douchebag. And he said, I've been playing here for six or seven years. And I was this close to saying, well, yeah, you've been an ass that whole time, but I was going to use the real word. The whole word. Ooh. Well, you know. Your words pierce like a punch. They are. It's all I got, dude. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's everyone. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's everyone laughing at him after your zinger. <laughs> they were. <laughs> now, okay, I want, I want, because I'm kind of confused here and kind of lost in this whole thing. Uh, how long were you playing? We've been playing for about two hours. All right. And uh, was the game near finished anyway? It was halfway through. Okay. And uh, so... He was mad because I was playing defense on him. I was getting a rebound. I was blocking him out. He called a foul. All right. Because he said I put my elbow in his back. All right. So the small amount of rebound was uh, jumping up and getting from whatever. I have no interest in that. I'm I'm more interested in the altercation. Now, what we need to know is... uh, So... Was he John the whole two hours? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, he just... Why didn't you start at the beginning, then? He's a big crybaby, because he was finally John to me. And I was like, no, you're not going to talk to me that way. You talk to everybody else around here about that. You're not going to talk to me like that. What did did he say that just set you off? When he called a foul on me getting the rebound. I said, no, it's not a foul, you puss. I got the board. Stop pushing me in the back. Well, get a rebound. Be tougher, then. I've heard about you. I heard about the way you cry and bitch. I'm not going to have that. Shut your mouth. Let's play some basketball. That's what I said. And then what did he say? Well, I back it up with my game. I'm like, if your game's so good, get a rebound then. I've been coming here for six or seven years. You've been an ass that whole time? Mr. Sunday afternoon? Mr. Game 7 of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals? And everybody wanted to quit. I'm like, no, we'll switch players. I switch players on them. We finished the game. I took my ball. I said goodbye to everybody except for him, and I left. I showed him. And was he? Did he uh, stay there after you left? Yeah, he got on the phone. What chunks? You keep saying like you got in a fight. Like where? Where's the actual fight? Well, it was a verbal alter- altercation, verbal dispute. Huh? It's it, not a fight. We didn't really throw down. We arguing. What? Kind of like you know me and Dubs do. But I would have hit him. If he had hit me first. If you have hit you first, you would have been knocked out. Okay, maybe. But if you I need s- to do the swinging first if you're going to win a fight. No. Anyway, I would. If you're going to start using your mouth first, you got to throw the fir- uh, punch first. Ugh. Wait, are, what segment are we in? <laughs> if you're going to use your mouth first, use your hand first on him. <laughs> throw it at him. <laughs> Rock him with it. You use your mouth so much, make sure you throw a little hand in. Marisol, you're in the hideout on Will Radio. Mind the stepchildren. We got Marisol. Hello. Yes. Yes. Um, I believe all the signs are there on Chunks. He says he's not gay, but all the signs are there. All the signs are there for Chunks being a mo. Yeah. Like yeah, what, I'm gay. What? what there uh, it is. What? What are the signs? I don't know. He he says that he didn't know that the transsexual. Was a woman. Anyone could have been fooled. Yeah, but once it opened its mouth. 
Well, of course, after that, then I knew. Right, right. And you, you wanted to uh, shut it up with something, didn't you? No. Yeah, well, hey, I'm bisexual myself. Congratulations. Amen. <laughs> you ain't playing. <laughs> Are you just going back and forth with us? I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> right on. Amen. You ain't playing. Dude. All right, apparently they're replaying the Irish car bomb night on the Ron and Fez show. That night that Fezzy and I mm-hmm. did Irish car bombs with seven in an hour and a half. Yeah. I, I didn't know they saved that. Got so drunk. Oh, so drunk. And then you, we ought to replay that then. If they're playing that, then we'll play uh, the segment where, the show where Dubs hosted the show alone. It was. The, I know we didn't save that. It was the Tommy and Dub show while I was puking Actually, outside the JFK studio. Actually, it wasn't bad, though. It was pretty good. Except the caller sucked as usual. Yeah, dude, you had some weird conversations that day, man. You're like, bro, I could have been a pro baseball player, man. And you're just all drunk and just like, I could have well, been somebody. When Hepe gets drunk, he uh, resorts to his glory days. Man up, dog. Man up. Oh, yeah. Novo ever ever said my drinking will be a... I hate you guys. My body's a temple. <laughs> it's true. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Your body's hot... a beat-up tempo. <laughs> is it hot in here or is it just me? No. <laughs> I think I'm getting all worked up again from that fight. I think you're getting embarrassed from it. That could be too. <laughs> I'm a little shamed. Yeah, you got to stop that when you're on the court. Just let that stuff slide. Next time you're going to get in his face and you're just going to hear... No, Bateman's a little angry tonight. <laughs> Take a break. We'll Shut come it. back. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. All right, wrapping up the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1 on this Monday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Say goodnight to us. Say half fan dubs, I appreciate you, and I just wanted to wish you a good night, sweet dreams. Tuck us in. That's it. From this from now on, the last segment is your good night wishes. Just tell us what you want us to dream about. Or what do you think you'll dream about tonight? Five thousand, I'm tucked in. Hey boys. Ew. Five thousand, I'm tucked. <laughs> That's what it would be. That's what it would devolve into. I'm, instead of tuckered out, I'm tucked out. I'm tucked. I'm tucked in. Ugh. Ugh. Hey, let's talk to number two for a second. I feel out of everybody, she's had the roughest night. She came out on the she air She was tonight. due for one. Do you want to bet? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Second worst. Yeah, yeah, I say. So, number two, you came out tonight. You profess. Uh, you admitted that you're bisexual. And your family was listening. And it didn't go so well. Some, somebody's crying right now. Still. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'll find out when I get home. Are you uh, dreading that? How yeah. long does your drive usually home? 40 minutes. You got to make the, it there in 20? It's going to be the fastest 40 minutes of your life. I don't know if it's going to be the fastest or the longest, because like, thinking about it, it's so much worse. Thinking about anything, like, my mom means more to me than anybody in the world, and like she's like the only person in the world that I care about, Like, <laughs> unfortunately. Do you feel like maybe you disappointed her with your uh I, I don't think anything... Bias? I don't think... I don't think if I was gay, if I'm straight, like, I don't think she cares about that kind of stuff. She, it's just that she thinks that people should be classy and, like, 
You don't air your business out to other <laughs> does people. Does she know what show you're... Uh... Yeah. Does she know you're yeah. working for The Hideout? Yes. I think she just thought better of me. And I, I'm, like, that's what I'm upset about. You need, I, you need to be more like Freddie Blassie. Classy. It, it's going to be one of those things of... Um, God, I don't know how to say it. All right. Have uh, Putin hand, handle those phones while you talk to us. He just ran out of the room. What the hell's going on back there? We don't need any phones. Well, I think people want to tell us goodnight. Matt Albert says goodnight and lick it. I think he was talking to uh, Hooch. So, you know what it is? It's going to be more of a thing of I'm disappointed Yeah. than I'm mad at you. Because I can never be I mad just, at you. I'm just disappointed. I just don't know why you had to say it up. Yeah. Why couldn't come to me and say it first before? What's the score up there, Putin? 82-80. Who's winning, Detroit? Detroit. 82-80. Yeah, 82-80. Nice. 15.5 seconds left. Um, right. Detroit's at the line? Yep. Yeah, they just scored another foul shot, 83-80. All right, don't give No play-by-play, play play, but... Idiot. We can give updates, but not play-by-play. Play. Yeah. Alfonso, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, guys, I want you to dream about the Porn Star Twins and Dubs. I want you to listen to them on your name over and over again. I will. Oh, nice. Thank you, Alfonso. Thank I appreciate you for sticking that, around. That was a long time ago, my friend. Can't believe that was a show. All right, you know what? That's a good point. How about we do this? I want you to take that torp recorder home and record that conversation with you and your mom. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to happen, guys. Just don't tell her. <laughs> and we won't even have to air it. We just want to hear it off the air. <laughs> For I tell your you, own enjoyment. I tell you what, you have my number. When you start the conversation, I want you to call and put it in your cell phone. Or put it in put your cell phone in your pocket so I can hear what's going on. I don't think that there's going to be a conversation. I think it's gonna. I'm going to go home. She's going to be on the couch. She's going to look at me. I'm just going to be like, yeah. Peace out. Good night. <laughs> well, Sit be, down and say we should talk about this. What if it's one of those things where you go up to her and you give her a big kiss? You know, like kiss on the cheek. Say, Mama, I love you. And then she goes, not with that mouth. <laughs> Filthy whore. That's, ex- that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> see? See how fun it is? I don't want that to happen to you. That's sadly how it's going to go. You have not, no idea. Your mom is not going to call you a whore, and if she does, she's not going to mean it. <laughs> and just remember this about moms. Hot. Moms are kind of dirty, because they've let some dude complete some act <sighs> while, they were, while they were one. <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't air their business out for all of everyone to hear. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know what they They could have a website. <laughs> Hooch's parents get freaky.com. It might have happened in like one of those big hotel conference rooms. You don't know. Don't worry about it, though. Remember that we love you here. All right? Even if your parents hate you now. Because of the show. Chunks can be your new mom. So who's, whose <laughs> floor am I going to be sleeping on from now on, guys? Chunks. Chunks. No way. Forget it. You can you can sleep in the water hole. What? Make some room in your drawers for me. No. Never. By drawers, do you mean pants? Absolutely. No. Matt Albert wants us to start signing off. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Stay classy, Orlando. 5,000. Um, all right. Well, there it is. Again, I you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you if we prayed. Or thought about you, uh, number two. But uh, coming up, 
We'll uh, we'll go home and get some sleep. I'm gonna go pick up my cousin, Dubs. Hot. She'll be into the, sitting in on the show for the rest of the week, actually. And I'll be at your house tonight. Stop. And number two, stay. You won't know it though. And we will be back uh, tomorrow. So wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke midday. Phillips file in the afternoon. We're the hideout back at seven. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Stay classy, Orlando. Five thousand. Five thousand classy people. I'm pretty good. I hate vagina. Uh, we make him love to a man. Oh, yeah, Chunks, you're so great. I just Googled my dad. Goodness, Chunks, you're so tiny. That's so hot. He took it like a man, so did I. Mexican thing. Oh, that's even worse. What? You can't. I'm like the uncoolest dude ever. Mo. Yeah, I'm gay. I got big boobs. Fire. I'm a sexy looking dude. Hi, five thousand.